0: This is real talk, real talk radio. This is real talk, high praise ministries for Real talk, real talk. This is real talk, real talk radio. This is real talk, high praise
1: ministries for Real talk, real talk.
2: we we'll just jump right on in. All right, okay, look like it looks like it's recorded. All right, welcome to Real Talk. I as always, I am your host, Jesse Jones, along with the wonderful, the vivacious, the gorgeous, the queen, Minister Falon. Oh, Lord, I'm like we're in church. We just we came are from not church. In church. Technically, well, technically, we are in, we are church. in church. Okay, anyway. uh-huh. I, let me rephrase that. With our with our executive producer who is actually producing today. Y'all should give her a round of applause. Hallelujah. She producing today she is the wonderful my sexy my chocolate mm Delicious. She is the queen for Lana. Say hi to people, baby. Hi,
3: family.
2: And to my left, this is a treat for me, y'all. Y'all don't even understand. We just got out of service. Well, we didn't just get out of service. We've been out of service for a little while. We'd <laughs> have done, we done some things in between <laughs> service and now. Lord have mercy. But we are here with one of my mentors, one of my fathers in the gospel. I know some of y'all who are super church. Like, you can't have more than one father. Yes, I can. I got this one. How about that? Y'all leave me alone. He is the pastor of Greater Love Community Ministries. He is a wonderful man of God. I'm gonna allow him to introduce himself. We're we'll gonna go from him on down. Come on, introduce yourself. Tell the folks who you he is. Well, hello, everybody. I am Bishop Chris Chamberlain.
0: And sitting left left to me is my lovely wife.
4: Pastor Tishonda Chamberlain.
2: And to my left is Pastor Mary Scott. I couldn't hear none of that. What's your name again?
5: Pastor Mary Scott. That's what right? I'm talking about. There we go. Let, let oh,
2: that man. evil Troy Palamala speak to you. Let's let, let speak on through you. <laughs> now look.
5: You're to <laughs> now. And to my left is
6: my lovely husband. Bishop Brink Scott. He lovely. He is
5: lovely.
2: Yeah, he lovely. Until he said that devilish O-H mess. <laughs> yes. o h. O-H. Mm-mm, mm-mm, mm-mm. Is closed. How about mm. that? <laughs> all right. So we go here. We're going to do this like we always do. We're going to do a free flow because I don't have no form. I don't have my notes like y'all normally used to see me when we do a live. We're just going to do this right off the top. Just do some flow. I'm going to ask them some questions. Let, let them give you some insight. Y'all can ask some questions as well. We're going to get this real talk flowing. All right. So let's start with this. I'm going to open it up just for everybody. Y'all, whoever want to chime in, chime in. Let's do it like this. Let's be churchy. How about that? We're gonna All do. Right. We're gonna All be right. churchy first, and then we're gonna really open up so you can really see the insides of folks. Of the folks that go When y'all was called to the ministry, how'd you know you was called? did <laughs> <Yeah. laughs> <laughs> uh, uh, Bishop was like he wanted to punch uh, me in the face. He was like, "What? Really? really, <laughs> really that's what you want to ask
0: me?" Yeah. However, when I was called into the ministry. Uh, Oh my God! I was going down a dark road. It was some time ago. Gosh, and uh, and I was driving, and the Holy Spirit spoke to me and said, "How many times have I got to tell you to preach my gospel?"
2: Mm-hmm, mm-hmm.
0: That I will never forget. He said, "I've given you everything you asked for. You asked for a wife. I had just got married. Mm-hmm. You asked for a house. I gave. He gave me my own house. You asked for a car, brand new car. I gave you." I can give you money in the bank. wasn't a lot of money, but he said, "I've given you everything that you asked for." So when will you give me what I'm asking you for?
1: Ooh!
0: And so from then on, and that was in 1999.
2: A long time. I had graduated high school there. That's how long ago that was, y'all. <laughs> that was in 1999.
0: We married in '98, mm-hmm. so that was in '99. And, and I'm old y'all. Oh. No, I'm not. I'm not old. I'm not old. And so God called me into the ministry and when I told uh, my wife, I told her, God had called me into the ministry. You remember that? Yeah. I
4: remember. What did you say? I know. And what I else already it? knew it.
0: And what else did you say? I don't know. I just know
4: <laughs> I just know I told you I already knew
0: it. You said I knew that and I was just waiting on you.
4: Okay. Yeah. Something like that. To tell
0: me. And so that so that was in nineteen ninety nine. That's not that hasn't been too long ago. <clears throat>
2: We going down the line. only one answer. Y'all y'all looked if y'all look like wasn't this question? No, nah, we got we got to
6: <laughs> So when we were called into the ministry, uh we were in Troy, Alabama. And we went to church in a little town in between there and Montgomery. And our we got married the day before. And the day after we got married, we went to church as a, a favor to one of the stand-ins in our wedding. Mm-hmm. And uh, they were in Sunday school. After Sunday school, well, during Sunday school, the Spirit of the Lord came in and the pastor said that we're not going to have church as normal and went into, like, a terrorist service, you know. I wasn't trying to be saved at that point, so I just put <laughs> Ooh, my rebellious. head down. Ooh, rebellious. I put my head down. And I said, okay, because I know all about it. I was raised in church, so I knew if I put my head down, when the ministers walking around, it wouldn't bother me. I put my head down and a bunch of tears just welled up in my eyes and I had like a puddle of tears in between my feet. And one of the ministers came over and he just stood and looked over me and he said, the Holy Ghost is all over you. Mm. He said, all you gotta do is just reach up and grab it. So I just stuck my hands up and immediately I began to speak in tongues and from then on, our ministry just began to grow. Uh, It started with my testimony how I used to gangbang and smoke so much weed and all the things like You did. smoke weed, bro? But, sir, ounce a day. What? An yes, ounce a day. Ounce a day.
2: He was a professional. Yes, professional. <laughs> yes, sir. I
6: sold dope to smoke weed.
2: Okay. So <laughs> wait, wait, wait. You got to say that again. I love it. You got to say that again. I
6: sold oh. dope to smoke weed. Wow. All right. So you know, uh, from then on, after that, we left church, and uh, I had. Weed and alcohol set up at home for after church. (laughs) I I told my wife, I said, I'm not going in the house with that. I can't go in the house. I I was just so sanctified at that point. I wouldn't even get out the car and go in the house. She she hadn't got the Holy Ghost yet, so she went in the house and took everything out so that I can go in the house. Mm -hmm. And um, Mm -hmm. a little while after that, I joined the prison ministry uh, with my.
2: Part so you them. wouldn't go to prison. You joined the prison ministry. I got you. Right. Okay. I, 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 well, I'd already been. <laughs> oh, okay. So okay. I, I figured I'd go in there. But, uh, <laughs> I'm in a
6: whole different state now. So Ohio, if i would went to prison ministry, I probably knew everybody in there. But uh, <laughs> down in Alabama, I didn't know anybody. So my testimony was really amazing to them. And uh, a lot of guys was getting delivered. And we went into the halfway houses and. We would do it again and again. I would just go in and just give my testimony, and over and over and over, and it got so good, and it, it turned into a sermon. So, wow! Mm-hmm. And that's how I, I walked into a ministry. Uh, you know, they say many are called, but few are chosen. So, you know, say when I was called into the ministry, I don't know when was I chosen. The day I received the Holy Ghost.
2: Okay. Okay. Wow. He got, he got super deep with that one. Dude, I, was, okay. I was. I was really deep. He, do was, he deeper than you. <laughs> I know. I mean, he was. Woo. He was. I. I go four feet. He went ten. I like it. I like it. Okay. Okay.
3: okay.
2: Let, 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 let's come out of church. Let's come out of church. <clears throat> let's come out of church for a second. I, I'm about to bounce back and forth. Hmm?
3: You let somebody skate though.
2: Oh,
4: well, go ahead. Yeah. Oh, uh-huh. oh my goodness. Okay. Well, my fault. Yes. Thank yeah. you producer. Thank you
3: producer. <laughs> <Escaping> <laughs> yes, through. thank you producer. <laughs> well, come on pastor. Come on pastor. Thank you.
4: <laughs> well, um I knew that God had called me into the ministry not too much longer after my husband started speaking and teaching and and pastoring at the church we were at the, at the time and God was giving me Sermons, you know, and he was giving me dreams of me preaching, but I didn't want to preach, I didn't want to get being the minister. I just wanted to be in the background, do what I do, sing, background, and then that's just that was me. I was comfortable there, didn't want to just be out in the open or anything like that. But all along, I knew that this was what God had for me, mm-hmm. I just didn't want to do it. I was being rebellious, rebellious. Mm-hmm. I, was being, I mean, that's what it was. I was being rebellious. But we were at a friend's house. They had just a meeting um just in their house. I think we were just having prayer and um, we were all sitting around the table and had got through praying. you know they were laying hands and everything, and I'm just scared, just terrified, just you know heart just beating because I'm hearing God talking to me, but I'm like, no no, 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 but the power of God was just so amazing you know in in the house and so I heard the same thing that he told me when I gave my life to him he told me the day you hear my voice harden not your heart Mm -hmm. so when he spoke that to me sitting at that table I said Lord okay I'm through you know I guess I surrendered or whatever Mm -hmm. I was like okay I'm God I'm through I'm gonna go ahead and I'm gonna do it so that night I accepted my calling, and I just went in and I told everybody that God had called me into the ministry. So that was, I think that was in 2009, maybe 2010. I think it was in 2010. Okay, about 10 years ago. Okay. No, no, I'm wrong. <laughs> it was a little bit before that. So it had to have been, it had to have been 2008. Seven or eight. One of oh. those. Somewhere in One of them, one of them yeah. numbers. one of them
2: numbers. <laughs> seven or eight. Two, thousand seven or eight.
4: Okay,
1: okay. Mm-hmm.
2: Watch this. You so no, I I know. I'll just smile. I'm looking right at
3: it. T- yeah, you I, I'm coming that to way, too. Uh, uh. <laughs> um, I guess out, of, they, they, they ain't heard out it. of all the uh, esteemed ministers of the gospel here, I, I, I'm the baby. Yeah. Um. I just got licensed last year. Year before oh, last. Year before last. Year before last. <laughs> um, and when I realized the call, when I accepted it, <laughs> <laughs> two different spaces in the time. When I realized that this was for me, probably was. Um when we were at Victoria's Life Christian Center, and I was teaching Sunday school out on the front porch with the little kids, wow, mm-hmm. and I was talking to them, and I didn't really think anything much of it. I was teaching we were going over i can't I can't remember the exact scripture, but we were talking about salvation and where did they want to end up and we're talking the youngest I had in my class was two and the oldest I had in my class was 11, and we were, me and uh, Sister Micah were out there on the front porch, and it was a hot summer day, and i never forget this, and we were just talking. I'm like, okay, well, great. I'm done teaching, and something hit me. Like, the Holy Spirit hit me, and he was like, ask them, Ask them who wants to be saved. I'm like, these babies. They don't know no better, and I, I before I knew it, the Holy Spirit just began to flow through me, and 17 babies got Mm. saved that day. They gave their life to Christ. And I was like, oh Lord, you could really use me. Like to this day, I feel, still feel not worthy enough Mm. to do this job for him, but he used me that day. And 17 young souls willingly, they came to me. They were like, what must I do to be saved with tears in their eyes? How can my family be saved? What can I do? And I knew then, I was like, okay, God, then you could, you could use a wretch like me. Just little old me. And, yeah, I still fought it. Up until the day I got tricked into getting licensed. <laughs>
2: <laughs> wow. wow. She did. She did. I her. Mm. sure did. I just tricked her. We, it was our... Uh... Going away. Yeah, you know, oh, that's that was
0: manipulation. What?
2: Mm. Mm. nothing mm. Mm. She, she got to follow the <laughs> to her husband and her pastor. Well. So, uh, but if you tricked her, <laughs> that is manipulation <laughs> at mm. its finest. She, she could have said no, but she still said yes. No, she didn't just say yes. Okay. Yes. Okay,
3: now. Oh, yeah.
1: So we
2: were at our, it was um, our last month in Columbus, and I was forced into doing oh, yeah. a month going away. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah, yeah. Uh, and I had, that last weekend, I had, Uh, My other mentor and my other father in the gospel, Bishop Romel Johnson, he preached uh, that Sunday. I had her preach that Saturday. She didn't know that was going to be her quote-unquote trial sermon. Mm. Uh, And so I had had already talked with my covering pastor, uh, Pastor Howard Williams. I talked with Bishop Romel, had called you and talked with you. You sent me an email. Sure did. So we're going to go ahead and do this. (laughs) Yeah, I knew about it she had no idea. She's I told Bishop would be going to do it. <laughs> I, mean, I should have said, uh, said, no, <laughs> don't do it. Actually, I was told don't do it that way. I really was. But uh-huh. Pastor Williams was like, I don't know if you want to do it that way. I said, I'm going to do it that way. She's going to be all right. She'll take it. Mm-hmm. She knows it's time. And so, like, right, right after Bishop uh, finished preaching, he turned the service over to me, and I said some words, nice words, and I had a little plaque, and she thought, oh, well, maybe this is going to be our, our wedding ceremony, because our, our parents was there, our whole uh, our family was there the Both of our rhyme. families were there. Wow. Because we've never had an actual wedding ceremony. We, you know, we, we obviously married. We how how have long has you ceremony? guys been married? Ten years.
3: It'll be ten years in December.
2: I'm calling it ten now. Once I crossed over, now we in the new year, we already attend. We're gonna be attend, we attend already. <laughs> Just 10 years from me. But yeah, we're in, we in our 10th year. Um, and so I was like, yeah, I'm gonna go ahead and do it. And I, then I read off the plaque, and she, and you could see her face going, Aw, what? What is, do you accept? I, Yes, <laughs> I'm not presenting to y'all Minister Falana, Minister Falana Joe. She was like, I, mm, "I'm gonna get you a week at home." <laughs> now, like, Who if is that week was not
0: if that was not trickery,
2: <laughs> <laughs> oh, and then no. oh no, oh <laughs> no, I got I got a trickery store for you. better. I come back to it. We, we we ain't gonna leave y'all first pass before I get to my trickery store. Yeah, we got to get to you. When did you know? How did it happen? Yeah, mm-mm, mm-mm, come yeah, on, tell you know, it.
4: Even though he said this is, we knew, mm-hmm. you still got to say it.
2: Because mm-hmm. we could have just been him knowing you following along. When did you know for you? She's shy, y'all, but we going to pull it out of her anyway. When did you know for you?
5: When my husband gave me my minister license. That's when you knew? Huh? Yeah.
2: Like just like be lady,
5: tricking these like, women? What is listen. Like, she
2: Stop being I so like, slow to come along.
5: I like <laughs> being in the back. Mm-hmm. I don't like being the show like I am now. Mm-hmm. I like to be in the back. It's devil, but, devil. what story? North we Carolina. Well, we went to North Carolina mm-hmm. to a call. It's a big conference, and we were sitting in Denny's, and that was when all the new pastors got their license. and But before they get their license, they gotta be in front of people answering questions. Okay. Mm-hmm. I said, I'm not gonna, no, I don't. Cause I'm still learning the Bible. Mm-hmm. I said, I don't feel comfortable doing that. They're like, well, you're already getting your license tomorrow. You ain't gotta go sit in front of us. I said, huh? No. So they had made me wear that collar. Yeah, and, I hate to call them. And <laughs> they had me go up that on color. stage and get a plaque and everyone went woo. Everyone <laughs> like, went woo.
1: They
0: just like, woo. <laughs> woo. <laughs>
5: so I just, I just went with the flow because I never been in church before. I never knew what the Holy Ghost was. But November 2003 I figured out what the Holy Ghost was. Hey. And I want I, more or less, I was following his tail because he was happy, mm-hmm. and before he wasn't. He was always drunk, high, and when I found out he was happy without those things, I'm like, hmm, "Well, maybe I should go get what he Give got." Some today, mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. so I've been filled with the Holy Ghost and saved since two thousand
2: three. Praise God! Praise God! Mm-hmm. That's what I'm talking about. So, so, so the trickery, here <laughs> the he, he real trickery, I was, I was in college when I was licensed, I uh, was my, no, I had just graduated college, yeah, yeah, I had just recently graduated college in 04, um, 05, and I was under Pastor Marlene Dye, um, she's now an apostle, but I was under her, and I was doing a lot of the stuff that ministers do. You know, I was, I was her armor bearer, I was helping to teach, I was over the praise and worship team, I was over the dance team, do, doing a bunch, a bunch of everything. For y'all who know me know, I do a bunch of everything, and I was doing a bunch of everything then. And oftentimes what she would do is she would use me as a second signature on some documents just to make sure that she had, like, you know, a witness there yeah. the whole night. Okay. And so she handed me this stack of papers, and she said, hey, just, I you just, sign, just sign that top one. Now I wasn't paying no because t- I had done this a thousand times before, mm-hmm. so I'm like, she ain't gonna have me sign on crazy. Okay, cool. Signed it. Okay, thank you. Email so I said, Okay, no problem. About two weeks later or so, I got a package at the church. She said, Jesse, this came for you. I said, Who the heck is sending mail to me at the church? That's First the church. of all, I I'm from Albuquerque, which is the Pittsburgh area. I'm living in Columbus. I ain't give out my address. Mm-hmm. No, I ain't give out the church address or my address, because most of them folk, I didn't want no one where I was at anyway. I had kicked the dust off my feet, and I'm like, I'm deuced. I'm gone, I'm bye. So I opened it, and the certificate said, I said, what is this? She said, you know, that paper I had you signed two weeks ago. <laughs> I said, yeah. She said, I knew you wouldn't do it of your own volition. I knew you wouldn't do what was necessary, but you've already been doing it and showing yourself approved. So I went ahead and talked to our bishop, and he said he okayed fast-tracking you, so you're now a licensed minister. I said, Ooh, I don't like you because <laughs> I didn't want it. I never wanted this. never wanted this. God, I didn't want this because y'all go through too much. And at the time, I had a whole lot more of a temper than I got right now, and I was liable to kill somebody at that point in time in my do life. You, do you still have a little bit of temper? Oh, I sure do. Yeah, yeah. Not not even a little bit. I got a lot of it. Uh, but God, uh, but God has tempered it. This so ain't got that... nothing to do with God. Oh, it, does, it, does, it got nothing to do with you. He, he's He's tempered it so that I'm not quick to act on it like I used to be. Yeah, He'll let me be angry, but sin not. But right? you used to be one to cut. Oh, now you used to want to. I would. <laughs> oh, I love sharp things. I, <laughs> I stab you in the mid. I wouldn't have no problem with. it. Nobody has given. Only one person has given me close to a reason to want to stab him, and I didn't want to stab him. I was going to take a cinder block to the back of their head. It was hey. my best friend who stopped me from taking a cinder block to the back of their head mm. while I'm in mid swing of the cinder block as i walking up He's the steps. Come on. He's the, in the midst, kingdom of God suffers violence, and the violence taken <laughs> by force. And I'm the most violent of the bunch. Mm-hmm. <laughs> oh, I was as close to him as I am to you right now. His head was turned around. He was walking up the steps. I had the cinder block in my hand mid-swing. My friend called me, Jesse. I was, And he, I stopped the swing because I wanted to see if he was going to turn. He turned around. I was as big as a deer in headlights. so I ran up. I said, she saved your life. And every so often when I go home and I see him, I say, you know, you're the only reason you, you're living today and you've turned your life around because I allowed it. Mm. <laughs> I was going to kill him there. And I had a plan. Oh, where, where, where I was going to kill him at? There was some woods in the area where I could have dropped his body off we at. Meditated. And <laughs> no one would have found him because no meditated. one would have oh, yeah. yeah. found because when when you think a thing through, on
5: camera now, so you better be careful. It, oh, I've, I, I've told this story. It. I've told this story a
2: thousand times. Documented. Oh yeah. Yeah. Oh, I was I was sweetly saved. I was on the dance. I was uh, on the dance ministry and everything. you mm-hmm. were sweetly saved. Yes, I was. How do you sweetly? Oh, save? I was sweetly saved for Church of God <laughs> and Christ folks. <laughs> I was Church of God and Christ. We sweetly saved. Hallelujah. <laughs> I was I was running the camera with my father. AVC. I was doing audio. I was a levite. I was teaching Sunday school classes. I was on the dance Who's ministry. I was doing all kinds of stuff, yeah. and still was gonna kill him. You know, and meant every bit. You of You know, it's it amazing
0: God. to me how God would just just show up,
2: yeah, he did, yeah. and um, just
0: intervene. Mm-hmm. And God
2: blocked it. Yes. <laughs> I wish He had not done. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I show, Oh yeah. He, he wouldn't let, let it be so. Mm-mm, I wish He hadn't mm-hmm. done
1: mm-hmm.
2: it. Yes. So. It's because. It's premeditated, <laughs> but the Bible says, What did the Bible say mm-hmm. about that? The Bible said, Is I'm paraphrasing it is a fool, yeah, who goes into a thing but don't think it through first. Mm-hmm. It's a fool who goes to build the house and doesn't what count the cost. I was counting the cost, oh, okay. I was trying to make sure I didn't get caught. That was part of counting the cost. Mm-hmm. I had a place, I had a place picked out to bury him. I had stalked him for two weeks to know his schedule, so I knew exactly where to hit him, how to hit him. Pre- My best friend was not supposed <laughs> to be there. That's yeah. how I knew it was God. Hey, she had, had no gone. business being there. For two weeks, I had followed him, and she wasn't there. And was sweet, that day, said. she decided to be there. I said, okay. Mm-hmm. It was sweet.
0: Pre- premeditated. All and watch
2: this. this it was on his way to It was on the Friday. <laughs> I would have killed him, buried him, and gone right on the Friday night service. And praised God. in his Mr. way to sure hell. would have. People people listen my bible says grace yeah. and mercy your grace and mercy <laughs> yeah. yeah listen people, me people this is what you get when you
0: get the unsaved <laughs> mm, now, I was saved. now now being he was converted
2: <laughs> he really I was, was, I, he was, was saved. Saved. I was saved. i was sanctified and filled with he <laughs> <those laughs> was saved ish <laughs> there you go i was i was like <laughs> saved ish i was like peter Sweet Only Peter. difference between me and Peter, <laughs> I said right. this all. I said this all Sweet the time. The Only difference between me and Peter is Peter swung for the ear, I swing for the head. <laughs> I'd have cut the Joker's head off and said, "Heal that, Jesus." It's the same area. The, the, the ear, you, you cut you the ear off. You you can you can heal an the ear and heart 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 don't nobody heart heart see heart.
4: it. it. He went through premeditating. And that's why it Peter would have got moment. caught. That's why, that's why Peter would've
2: that's why Peter would have got caught. Had I been Peter in that day, they'd never been able to walk <laughs> up on Jesus. I'd have seen him coming. I'd slice sliced him throats ahead of time. Hear that Jesus. Ooh. And when he raised him from the dead in front of him, I bet you they wouldn't have tried to arrest him that day. But Peter I bet save. you that. Hey. Peter was saved. You know what I'm saying. Peter, no, hold on now, hold Wait, on. Right, on right, 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 hold on. Ready. I right. thought we weren't gonna go to church, but this is how this <laughs> is how, this to what what happen when you get a bunch of clergy Ooh. folks let's, together. Let's go to church. Hold on,
3: now watch Pastor this. the J. Jordan to jump
2: in. What's up, Pastor Boom Boom, Pow? What's help up, Pastor
3: J? So, so,
2: so, so, so you trying to say you ain't saved? So, let me let's 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 look at it like this. How often does God speak to the unsaved?
0: This is somebody says this. Why are you like this?
2: That's what. That's what. That's one of our members. That. That. That's. That, that, that's you said. Here's team. the
0: thing. You didn't want to read that.
2: You <laughs> I, been I, I, I bypass. I bypass. I normally bypass all that. You know Let hey I mean, hold up. Who is this? Who is this? Janelle. Oh,
0: that's, that's Janelle. Janelle. I
2: remember that Janelle. is Janelle. That's, That's a good try.
0: question. <laughs> mm. Why, why are you like this?
2: He say that. He, you know who? Who, he hurt say you? You? <laughs> who hurt you? Who hurt you? <laughs> he say that. <laughs> who beat you up? <laughs> he say that. But he' ain't about as bad as I. Don't let, ah! let, 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 let. Listen. Don't let the smooth taste fool you. Don't let, <laughs> don't let the chocolate skin fool you. Uh, he'll, listen. He'll, he'll take a fool out. Listen. 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 And this is what we. This
0: is what <laughs> I've grown to know. Uh, is that sometimes God will allow those things to come and allow those thoughts to come, allow Mm -hmm. those actions to take place so that he can save you, Mm
1: -hmm. Mm -hmm.
0: so that he can rectify the situation. Mm -hmm. Because if it was you, you couldn't do it. But it was him that came in and rectified the situation. So now you're sitting here uh, years later, and all you can say is, God did that.
2: He showed mm-hmm. in because I promised He did that for his glory. he did that for his glory. He was gonna be six feet under. Uh, he did that for you and him. Right. He did that for him. I won't go get
4: caught. Any any I any promise you, I won't to get wanna, caught. Look, you, you see, you see, caught, But you gonna lose something to God because
2: you were safe. So what is the what is? You gonna lose You going something? listen,
4: listen. Let
0: me ask you this. I may not been in the spot that? Let me ask you. Let me ask you this. Honey, let Let me ask him this. What does the word integrity mean?
2: Oh, I would've told folks after the statute of limitation had went up. <laughs> I would if you asked what me. What is the word integrity? If you, mean? A, well, if you asked me if what I killed him, no, I wouldn't have no, told you. No. I would have told you I did. Is but if you did not asked me, I ain't gotta say Doing nothing. Doing the
0: right thing. When others is not looking, that man, man was, wasn't looking. It was
2: the right thing. Yeah, then the man wasn't wait even the, looking. The you want to hit him in the head with a brick? After. You yeah, weren't looking. The, re- the reason the, I was the right thing re- to the the do reason, was hey, look, I'm finna hit you in the re- head. Re- the reason I was gonna <laughs> hit him <laughs> in the head was because what he did, <laughs> the person he did it to, wasn't looking either. See, sometimes, sometimes the law of reciprocity works. The law of reciprocity Ain't no shabbat. This is my Jay joke. Hey, hey, J. Hey, hey, J.
0: You wild. He, he said, said "He, the reason, he said the reason why he did it because he's a cowboy."
1: <laughs>
2: <laughs> and you know, cowboys are He's a cowboy fan, killing folks, <laughs> <laughs> and that's just what I would have done. That's yeah. funny. <laughs> he know, oh, he know, he know. That, that is the, funny. I you.
0: But I, you know, I, I but do, God. I, I do yes, say but on the God. spiritual level that that was for your making, absolutely, and that is just awesome to know that God He kept mm-hmm. you in the midst of all of that. And I know there's other things, but I do have a question, you know, like uh, uh, for everybody on the panel, my question did is. Did you just
2: take over my podcast? I did. Yeah. I really did. Didn't I, <laughs> Didn't <laughs> I do my yeah. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. And then real smooth, too. Wait, did real smooth? He yeah. got deep. Yeah. Yeah. And because yeah. you know what he gets yeah. deep, we have, we always like, okay, he got deep. He, <laughs> he, he switched gears. Let's listen. Then he said, came out the deep. Now I got a question. I'm like, wait a second. I thought I was the one supposed to be asking. Go ahead, bitch. My, but my question is,
0: what is one thing on this board, on this panel, what is one thing in your life that you regret? What's one thing in your life that you regret even to have to go through it? Or, or what's one thing that you choose to say, you know what, God, you know, I regret even doing that or even thinking
2: that? Getting it in before I got married. hmm Yes, Lord. Mm-hmm. Talk I'm, to I'm, me. I'm, not talking about, I'm not talking about getting in with this one, because that was wonderful. That was good. I'm talking about the first time, the first time, the first time, the first time. Explain. The very, very first time. So it's a whole story. I'll, I'll give y'all to read this digest Not the we'll
3: talk about the dark version. Oh, no I'm, no. I'm not going to go into details. Okay.
2: I ain't talking about the position and nothing like that, but the circumstances behind it. So I was still hurting over my first love. Okay. Okay. Um, and like it was right around the time the summer <laughs> in August when it would have been our anniversary time. We had broken up about a year I think before. And so I was still real I'm real jacked up about real jacked up about it. But I was dating this one other girl because I wasn't when I was in high school. I was not trying to not be you know, date somebody. But I wasn't I wasn't looking for that. I was wanted to my first time to be with my wife. And in August she called me. We're on summer break and she like, Come on down. I was like, No, I'm not really feeling it because I didn't tell it was my, my ex anniversary. I still hung up on it. It's one of the type of times, you know, when everything reminds you of the ex. I mean, our song had played on VH1. Mm. I smelled her perfume. I had looked at some of the old letters because y'all know, y'all who know me, y'all know I'm a hopeless romantic. So I kept all the albums looking out. You what? And I'm a hopeless, hopeless romantic. romantic. Hopeless. Yeah. Mm-mm. That's the term. Mm-hmm. He's I'm, so I'm all the in. way in. All the way in. Me oh. and love is just all the way. Greatest love. No, I'm. I'm my greatest love. I'm right there. Okay. So, uh, <laughs> all of that was going through my mind, and she convinced me to come down. So, all right, fine. I, just, just to shut you up, because I really, I just didn't want to keep hearing her talk. I'll come down. So, I walked down to go see her. What's <laughs> no I ain't gonna get. Boom, boom listen, now. <laughs> I, I, to, I told y'all that's a $99 pay per view type thing. But so hey, anyway. Hey, um, hey, I'm, hey, let's do it. <laughs> talk about it. So when I went down there, um, nobody was at the house but her. Her, her, her. her. Her, her, her mom was gone. Her sisters was gone. It was just me and her. We, it, it's not like it was the first time we had been alone together, so I wasn't thinking nothing of nothing. We were sitting on the porch. And she looked over at me like five minutes after I was there, and she said, I want to have sex with you. And I said, that's nice. <laughs> she said, no. I mean, like right now, I said, no. I'm not going to do that. She said, no, but I, don't, I really want to say no. And I said, first of all, let me be honest with you. If it did happen and it's not going to happen, I wouldn't be thinking about you. Right now, I'm still jacked up over my ex, and I'm not in the right state of mind. She said to me, and I quote, "I don't care if you call her name while you' having sex okay. with me. Wow, I just want you. Wow, that's. Wow. A and word. so I was like, All right. say this and, a and that's what you yeah. <laughs> sound like Jezebel to me. Right on the front porch. You did it on the front porch? Did did, porch? Yes. Yeah, didn't even go outside. Right on the front porch. You know, right wow. On, wow. right yeah, on the front You're a dirty, yeah, dirty <laughs> dog on yeah, the front porch. Hey, the get in where right you right fit now. in. And the problem was afterwards, uh, like, there was. Man, the guilt that hit me on the walk home, mm-hmm. I was wow. like, okay, God. So I didn't screw everything up. So Why are you trying uh, to spiritual? Oh, no, that's this really what I, I thought. He telling you spiritual. what was going this, on Are you when you did that? Oh, yeah. Oh. I got saved at the age of five filled with the Holy Ghost at 12. Yeah. Oh. I did this at 17. Um, and so, yeah, yeah, I was He's, like, yeah, God, yeah. okay, I'm, I, I, it wasn't even all that good. That's the other problem with it too. So I, yeah, I'm yeah. like, God, I'm, I'm, I'm jacked up. As so as I guess. Oh, it was. <laughs> oh my God. Was a waste of sin. Oh, um, it was a waste. After, after she got some practice, it got better. But um, the yeah. first time was uh, <laughs> Yeah, yeah. It hey, check it out. Check it out. This, this is what he said. You know he. Oh, okay. <laughs> <laughs> Watch this. Keep talking, to fans if They don't like you. We already know. Now everybody know your nickname. Keep playing with me. Keep playing with me. You hear? Her? Uh, say she, uh, she said he old. <laughs> <laughs> but I, mean to be I think just. I think for for for
0: me, uh, for us, um, we used to. Ooh,
4: you finna tell? Well, it's it it is is real talk. Is it real talk. What
0: we do?
3: Real Real talk. so
0: we used oh, oh. to. Lord. You know, we was playing the same role too.
1: Mm-hmm.
0: We was all in God, shout out Lord.
1: Mm-hmm. We was
0: all in God, mm-hmm. but we used to get on our knees before we had six
1: Lord. and pray
0: to God. I, was, Lord, I wasn't praying. This is, I, was and this I wasn't talking. I praying. And this is what this was my prayer. And this was crazy. Mm. My prayer was okay. This is real talk. I <laughs> okay, yeah, everybody,
2: everybody know me i am blunt and he said after dark <laughs> but
0: no, the blood is
2: like, flowing now i uh, <laughs> speaking in tongues
0: So we yeah we were on our knees praying I'll tell you, come on come on let's get on our knees and pray And here will be my prayer Lord please forgive me for you knew I'm about to hit this
2: uh-huh, I know, I know it I know it I know it
0: And Lord give me the strength and oh, forgive my. me Lord because I know I'm about to sing. And, you know, and I was always use it. I would always use that to my advantage. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. You know, I don't, you know, use that. Because, you know, she always want to be so meek and humble. But me, you know, I'm like, oh, no, I'm ready to go. And so I got, so I got to trick her. And that's what it <laughs> wait, was. He, wait, he said
2: trick. <laughs> now, he talked about trick. me. I tricked I, him. I tricked him. him. He tried to trick the say That's messed <laughs> up. I would say, hey,
0: Bishop, I would say, God going to forgive us. Yeah, 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 yeah. God <laughs> go forgive us. And I go, now. promise God, now we get it on. For them good two minutes, I was good. <laughs> <laughs>
2: Bishop. My we, first time was 25. No, we had to get her
0: up because we didn't want her mama coming home and find out <laughs> oh, that okay. we was doing this. Oh God! I mean, I you know talk.
3: Witnesses. Oh, I oh, was trying it. to
2: hurry up. Uh, oh,
0: <laughs> her mama gonna see this, uh, Lord. Well, the okay,
2: cars, well, cars was watching uh, real, me. Uh, what you
4: talking? A uh, uh, real talk. Then want her to walk out the room. Uh, she's yeah, in the she's, room.
0: she's oh, in the room. She's in the room. I'm in the house.
2: She in the house. i have done the room. That's when you just put the hand over the mouth of muffle that No, and. Yeah, oh, you bit.
0: know she got a little sister cookie. Cookie, I we want to run in the house.
2: What y'all in there doing? Which Come on and get doing? traumatized.
0: Come and on, I'm like, <laughs> you gonna have to have counseling after this. Come on. Like, and then she always want to stand up there with her big eyes, want to look. <laughs> and I'm like, go in the room, little girl. Go in the room with your mama. And we—that was the best two minutes of my life. You heard me? Thank God for two minutes, and because we had to hear it. You know, we. I'm I'm
2: praying that God, God has increased, (laughs) enlarged your territory. He has enlarged my territory. Thank you, Lord, because. Yeah, we. Too, he's, like, he's enlarged too. by territory. So, we were too, young we back we were then. Young. Bishop, oh, I was 17. I had 25. Come on, Bishop. My uh, first. Come yeah, on, Bishop. Yeah, that's right. I'm praying so, for Jesus you. But, I, Pastor J. Jordan
0: he, is crazy. He, <laughs> he <laughs> said, was
2: born speaking in tongues. I was, and I used all of them tongues to my event. But Bishop Brent said, ain't this <laughs> supposed to be what we regret? He <laughs> said, you no regret at all.
0: I regretted it, though, because I know it
2: was not all right, you know what I'm saying? And so now Did you just say your verse? ears can't hear any of no, that? Now you now you know if anybody knows you we know we knows you. We knows about the rooms. So, yeah, he said, that's good, pray right there. <laughs> 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 that's what that's why Pastor J is my dude. Now, uh
6: I'm, I'm gonna make my wife's face turn red. Oh. Uh-oh. We was married. We would saved. Oh, that don't count. No, no, no I'm playing. No, no. I'm playing with a, you. Here's the regret though. <laughs> I worked. I, I worked as a. I, I was the boss, and um, we was, we was building. <laughs> so so school. you
2: was, you too to your wife?
6: Listen, we was uh, building hey, a school. We oh school, <laughs> school. Oh my
2: God!
6: In Mechanicsburg High, we're building a school. I'm
3: oh, the oh, boss. Oh, let her <laughs> uh, know so, what you're doing.
2: Yeah, yeah. <laughs> I come in Don't
6: when I get talk ready.
2: About to. Her <laughs> forehead is. A, <laughs> no, she put out Walmart. Walmart. Oh, I Lord. My-
6: <laughs> we married. We saved. Glory no. to the Lamb of God. We pulled in Walmart parking lot. <laughs> no, you didn't hunch. And a brother like me was ready to get mines.
5: Uh-huh.
6: Yeah. So I said, park over here. away <laughs> <laughs> from the cameras.
5: This is not. This is supposed to be PG. you <laughs>
2: regretting now. Wait, wait.
6: No, hear my, my
5: question. Hold on. Hear my question. Because roommate. y'all
2: was married, right? Mm-hmm. So what was wrong with that?
6: I regret it because it
2: was my. You know, I, I could have. We
5: could've, I could have waited until we got home. Why? You was right there. But your yeah, the car pushers was out there. The, <laughs> oh, okay. It was a. The, hey, hey, hey. <laughs> if it's a good, if it's right. a good enough show, they can
2: pay for it. What you talking? What but, you talking?
6: It was broad daylight. And the man of God and the woman of God in the
3: van.
2: It's it's daylight. the it's the man of God and the woman of God who are married. was what? The man of God the, and the, the side marriage. chick of God.
3: But in the van. Car is undefiled Listen, <laughs> but, but, whatever, Listen
2: so If you marry Whatever now, you getting it on, in Is your bedroom Hold, hold on. on I'm just what I'm saying Hold on That's what hold I'm just saying Hold on like, like, Let girl. this man tell his story <laughs> That ain't That is not That is not a I regret before, before, before South, But look He are oh, you said before but it's, it's what It's what you regret It's what you, The but sin, you, sin said, that you said, regret That ain't no sin He said the sin He
3: said He the sin I regretted it I it Because I knew it was wrong
2: Oh you said a sin He was in the implication. Yeah, no, yeah, that, you know, that, ain't, that something ain't no, that ain't no, that ain't no scene.
4: Something that you regretted. But you he, was, was he regretted regret hunting in the.
0: But he, he regretted
2: hunting regret at Walmart. But that ain't no, okay. If
4: y'all you know, say, if knows. y'all say
6: that's it, okay. No, but I I, I you know, promise it. I'm not saying I'm not, not seeing, seeing, I'm saying I regretted it. Right. The reason I regretted it is because go ahead. Yeah. I had done that bunches and bunches of times with throwaways. Uh he said bunches mean. and bunches. Oh, my God. Bishop Brent Scott just admitted see, he was a sanctified hope. No, 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 no. Hey, lay <laughs> hands on me. I,
2: I, I, oh, my, I, did, I know I did not hear what I just <laughs> heard. This
0: <laughs> <Peace laughs> man was a sanctified hope. Wait, no. my, <laughs> my, uh, boy, my,
2: my boy, boy I'm Pastor I'm Jay going going. Jordan has a question for you. He, he said, said like was like, this a white van?
1: No, it was baby
0: Pastor, you almost had him. You almost had him.
1: Yeah, I almost
6: had <laughs> I know. What it. Was, was, yeah. The that thing wasn't. is, before I got saved, that, that was my thing that right there. Mm-hmm. That's right. Because yeah. I wasn't finna waste no money on a hotel for a certain type of girl. If you're going to give it like that, I'll take it like that. Mm-hmm. And put you out and keep it moving. Oh, so that's a pimp. After being that type of person, like, I done got married. I love her. She's my queen. And we saved. And I, I did the same thing with her that I did with the... So in my mind, I belittled her. You mm. just repurposed it after the fact. Before the fact, I was excited, and we finna do this. Mm-hmm. As long as she was willing, and she was,
2: so we worked it.
6: Yes, she was. I did Did you, you, did you, like did you, you, did you put that you thing
2: down? Flip it and reverse. No, you
6: was. Know you we reversed it, bro. <laughs> <laughs> Triple time. So uh, by, by the time I got to, up. Uh, speak for me. I got Shut her. up. <laughs>
2: Don't speak for me. I love my dude, Pastor Jay. I wish he was. I need to get all of us together. Pastor J had he had another question for you. He said, um, so y'all had sex in a van That's at Walmart. Jay is crazy. He said, Did you get You're did crazy. you even get the groceries?
0: <laughs> no. Not Walmart
6: no.
1: groceries. <laughs> <laughs> oh. That's
6: funny. I got the groceries, but they weren't from Walmart.
1: <laughs>
6: they were from Mary Mart.
1: Okay. <laughs> <laughs> you know your daughter watching it. So they're not That's all right. <laughs> yeah. uh, so
0: you is, know. Okay. So, so so I, think, I
2: think that, regret okay well, hold oh, before before you just watch it what we gonna do for y'all 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 this is y'all y'all we gonna keep going for y'all for y'all who are listening to the podcast y'all give me one second we're gonna take a quick break and come right back and we're gonna let the ladies answer the same question all right we'll be right back after these messages all right and we back and we back all right, so now the que- the question on the table, just to bring it back to y'all's members who are here listening to the podcast as opposed to the f- the, the special Facebook Live. The, po- the question was, tell us something that you regret. And so the men have answered. We have me hitting it before I got married, <clears throat> bishop over here, getting it in with his wife. And his, at his wife, before, uh, before she was his man. wife, in the house, while, the, while while the, while while Mama was in the other room, and the, and and the sister was trying to come in and look, and they prayed about it beforehand that God covered the sin they bouts to do. But she with her man, <laughs> <laughs> and Bishop over here <laughs> to my far left, he changed the name of Walmart to Mary Mart, <laughs> and so they had them a merry experience. And so now we're going to allow the women to answer, and, and, and Pastor Mary was the first one to get ready child. so we're going to go ahead and start with you. Go ahead and tell us about your okay. regret. Shabbat. Mine Hallelujah.
5: isn't like y'all's. <laughs> 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 but mine was when I took my mom's car, broke in her house to press charges on me. I made her angry at me, and I went to prison for two and a half years. That's what I regret. Because she don't trust me no. She got
2: super deep on us. Didn't she she <laughs> then she know.
0: Then she does. she thought
5: that I don't know if y'all can feel that
2: or whatever there was a shift right there. Yeah, you know, uh you know what really
0: hurt me by this? What's that? She changed
2: the mood. Really? It was a shift. <laughs> changed- I was I was I was laughing yeah, I, and that was um, serious so and
5: when it comes to Yeah. Sit behind the door. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. But I never regret what we do.
2: That means and you can I, stop regretting it. I'm sorry, go ahead.
5: That, that's the thing that I regret the most mm-hmm. is not having my mom's trust no more.
0: Mm-hmm. Wow. That's deep.
5: And she she don't believe in my ministry. She th- never changed. I'm a liar. But I have changed.
1: Mm-hmm.
0: So let me, so me ask she
5: you
0: this. So So let me ask you this. So do you think there's anything... That you can actually do on this side to gain that trust? No, she won't.
4: She will
2: not forgive. Nope. So we gon' we and pray a, say, prayer, a prayer. Uh, I don't know, but I was gonna pray, a of restor- uh, gonna pray a prayer of restoration. I know we can do that mm. because, in spite of, I've I've learned this in, in the short time I've been alive and the time that I've been in ministry. I've watched God take the hardest of hearts. Mm. And shift them yeah. because the the Bible says that the prayers of the righteous availeth much. Bishop yeah. talked about it this morning. He said, "Where well, any two or three. Yeah. Are touching and agreeing on anything. The Bible says it shall be given. I count more than two or three in the room. Yeah. Mm-hmm. We double the two or three. Mm-hmm. We all have fervent effectual prayers. So I just believe it can happen i can be- yes, i believe yeah. in restoration i believe my god is a god that does restoration he restores families he restores them because he believes in family so father god in the name of jesus
1: yes, Lord.
2: God, you heard the heart's cry even in the midst of this, mm. of this session, God. You yes, Lord, heard her God. heart's cry, God, that she would love to have the trust and the love of her yes, mother once again, God. God, we pray and stand in agreement and intercede for Pastor Mary, God, yes, that you would restore, according to your word, God, yes, the relationship between yes. mother and daughter. Yes, God, let all the things that were done in the past be seen as past and covered under the blood. God, whether she's saved or not, I know your word says the king's heart is in your hands and your you can head. turn it whatsoever way you will. So God, in the name of Jesus, we decree and declare God as prophetic voices in the earth, God. We send out decree and declare God, yes. a, changing heart, God yes. a changing of the heart, God. A changing of the mind, God. Yes. God, don't let her rest until she restores a relationship with her daughter. Yes. Don't let her rest no, until she sees her daughter for who you've called her to be. Don't let her rest until this relationship is put back together again. God, I know there's hurt feelings. God, I know there's been some things that have been done that have caused the hurt feelings, but God, you've covered that under the blood. She's already apologized. She's already repented, God. So now the work must now be done of forgiveness, God. So God, work the work of forgiveness in her life, God. Work the work of restoration and forgiveness in her, God. We bind up the seed of bitterness that has set place in her heart. We bind up the stony heart, God, yes, God. and we cause it to be a heart of flesh in the name of yes, Jesus. Name I of decree God. and declare on, that yes, before yes. this year is out, God, yes, we'll begin yes. to see a shift yes, and a yes, change God. The yes. restoration yes, will come, and yes, this yes, day it will be known, God, that you are a God that can do all yeah, 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 yeah. yes, yes. Yeah, God. we decree it and declare it and we await the praise report yes, in, in the Jesus name, name, of name of Jesus, in Jesus name. now God because you've gone ahead of us and given us victory now God because you've done according to your word yes, now God because you've already restored we're just awaiting for the physical God. manifestation on yes, this sir. side God yes, will yes, be sir. so careful to give your name all the glory yes, all Lord. the honor yes, and all the praise in Jesus name Jesus. my Lord Amen. in the Amen. name of Jesus Amen. Glory, the God, glory to God, glory to yes, God, glory to God I decree it By any means necessary Before this year is out You're going to start to see the shift I I, 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 I don't I, My wife will tell you I don't say unless I know what God has said I know what I hear, I know what I see Your hearts cry You will see That God is God Before God. this year is out Don't lose heart don't be discouraged. You gonna see God moving that impossible situation. That one block that you saw was that it was impossible. God said, "I can do the impossible." I don't say it to try to be deep and to try to be try to be super spiritual. I say it because I know what I hear God say. Watch what God do. He's gonna yes, do sir. it.
0: I, I'm I'm sitting here, and all I hear in my spirit is the man. With the withered hand.
1: Yeah,
0: yeah, 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 yeah. yeah, yeah. And he had no, no strength, no life in his hand. But Jesus came by. And he restored the hand.
1: Yes.
0: And I hear God telling me that restoration is going to begin in the hand again. He's going to restore your mom. Before she leaves, this side, restoration will take place. And the hand will be made whole. Shut up. My God, I feel that thing all over. Mm -hmm. And the hand shall be made whole again. And so what I see now God is doing is he has to, he has to sometimes, he has to allow that thing to dry up. Mm -hmm. Yeah, yeah. So that he can bring it back to mm. pass. And yes. when God do it this time, I oh promise you, she will rest in peace. Mm. Because the hand has to be restored. Yes, sir. And I believe that, I believe that wholeheartedly. That somebody is watching this podcast, God is going to restore your hand. He's going to restore you.
2: Right.
0: Even though your trial was greater than your test. He's gonna restore you. He's okay. restoring it, and and it's, it and it it sometimes really ruffles my feathers when I think of the trial that God put us through. Mm-hmm.
1: Mm-hmm.
0: And it, it 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 it's like, you know, how we had so much energy and we were so live and we were so all, to, you know, having a great time, and then all of a sudden. Things dry up. Mm-hmm.
1: Mm-hmm.
0: Nothing grows. No jobs. No economy is going down. And we can even say corona. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. But God is going to restore the hand. All, all he did, walk by, and he touched his hand. Will this hand be made whole again? Yes. I don't know why I hear that in my spirit.
2: Because it's God. That's why you're here. Glory to God. Glory to God. You's a prophet. For those of y'all who don't know this, man, and I don't know how you don't know <laughs> hey, you know me. Glory to God. It's a true prophet. Yes, sir. I don't play with this thing, and I don't play with the prophets who are around me. If y'all, have, y'all, heard, the, if y'all heard the message we taught in Next Level Service Saturday about the prophet, you know I don't play when it comes to the prophet. And I don't hang around false fake jackleg bootleg catfish prophets,
1: mm-hmm.
2: nor do I allow them to speak anything around me without saying something about the horrible word that God ain't gave them. Mm. This is a true man of God, this is a true prophet of yeah. God. If you hear him, though the prayer and the word that was spoken was directly for her, if you hear him and he directed his attention to you, if you hear and receive, watch what God does in your life. Come too. on now. I promise you. I stand on it because I've watched every word he's ever spoken come to pass. Mm-hmm. Hear him, hear the word that God speaks through him. Receive him and watch what God does in your life too. Pastor T, um. you what? I'm good. I'm good <laughs> at trying. I'm good at <laughs> trying to steer back. <laughs> Thank you. Well, I think we done got tore up
1: here. Mm. <laughs>
0: hey my lord
4: Lord. Um, the thing that I regret is just not uh, waiting so long to go back to college Mm -hmm. because for one it's so much harder for me now I'm older so it's so much harder you know things are just concepts I don't grasp like I could have when I was younger. And also, I regret it because I put so much pressure on him and didn't know it. You know, for years, he was begging me to go back to school, go back to school. He would say, please, go back to school. And I didn't know why he was just pushing me to go back to school. You know, I'm like, well, won't you just accept me how I am? I got my bachelor degree. I'm working, doing, you know, this, so just let me be. Leave me alone. I don't want to go back to school. It was hard. I ain't trying to do that no more, you know. Not knowing that me not going back to school was putting so much pressure on him because he was pulling the weight, Mm -hmm. you know. He was pulling all the weight of the bills and everything. If I'd have gone back to school, got my master's degree, then, you know, I could have been more of a help for us, you know things could have been a whole lot better for us. But me, I'm just, you know, just thinking at the time, I ain't trying to do this. I ain't trying to go back to school. I don't want to do this no more. So I regret not going back because, you know, now I know how much pressure I put on him. And I didn't know that then. But just um now, like I said, now I know the past two, three years, I know, you know, and I was like, man, why didn't I go back when he was begging me to go back to school? You know, because once, and he would say it, you know, from time to time, he was like, what's going to happen to you if I'm not here? Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. And I'm like, well, we're going to make things work. You know, it's going to be okay. We're going to make things work. And I'm thinking on the lines of, you know, well, if he die, you know, okay, well, because he was saying, what's going to happen to you, what's going to happen to y'all if I'm not here? And I'm like, we're going to be okay. God going to take care of us. You know, we're going to be fine and everything. But, you know, God allowed it to be now uh, in 2017 where he had to leave. Mm. And everything that he was doing, it fell on me. And it was so, whew, it was so hard, and many times I would be you know awake at night, and I was like, "Lord, why didn't I listen to him when he was trying to get me to go back to school because at the time um i right before he left, I went back to school, and it was hard then, and after he left, it was like so much harder, and I could focus and on my classes and stuff, I had went through a depression and trying to go through a depression, going through a depression and going to school and just couldn't just, and I was like, well, Lord, if I had gone and got my degree, I wouldn't be going through this part right now. I wouldn't be failing classes because I'm depressed because my husband had to leave and I'm depressed and just, so I regret it so much now. Just back then after he left but just even now i still regret it because i was hard-headed you know i was really i was that's all it was i was hard-headed i was selfish and i regret that because it did it put so much pressure on him and i just i regret it and i think too, all the time
0: and i and i think too uh and i think this is for married couples that it's more to your marriage
1: Ooh. than You're in my head.
0: You get my head. You get my head. <laughs> yeah. It's more to your marriage than just I'm married and I'm going to have sex with you, mm-hmm. or or bills.
1: Right.
0: You know you have, and I tell her this all the time. It's it's more to your marriage. You have um, if you go back to school and you get a degree, and your degree. Will allow you to make more money, that right there will put so much spice back into your marriage. You'll be, it'd be like, really? Just that? Mm -hmm. Just the fact of, of them in your marriage will say, let's do something different. Because in our marriage, all we did was work, church, and back home. And marriage becomes dull. And if anybody is going through that you know that 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 phase which we have 22, 20, 20, 22 years of this, you'll realize that you don't grow together, you grow apart. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. And you can actually live in the same house. Yeah. Yeah. Sleep in the same bed, yeah. Yeah. but you're distant. Uh-huh. Yeah. Mm-hmm. And many marriages, uh, you on the rocks. You on you on you on, on the verge of like, well, you know what? I want a divorce. And that's why a lot of people get divorced mm-hmm. because we got the we got the work down, we got the church down,
1: mm-hmm.
0: we got the maybe the sex down, but we don't have communication.
1: Yeah. Right. Yeah. And one of the
0: things that I told my wife while I was in Morgantown is I told her straight up I said. In order for our marriage to, to work or to get back, or even better, mm-hmm. is that we got to communicate. Yeah, You got to tell me, and you got to tell me how you feel. You got to tell me what you don't like. And there's a lot of times, I don't want to hear what you don't like. Right. Okay, yeah. mm-hmm. because guess what? I've, I've been doing this for 29 years, almost 30 years we've been together. But I've been doing this almost 29, 30 years. We've been together, been married 22. So I've been doing this a long time. So my thing is, I don't need you telling me what you think.
1: Mm -hmm. Because
0: I'm the man. Mm -hmm. But in reality, that's not communicating.
1: No.
0: What I I did for all all those times is Is this okay?
6: You said this? Yeah, Yeah. you talk
0: to me, we do. What I did all those times is I shut her down. Me
6: too. Mm -hmm.
0: Yeah, I shut her down and didn't give her a voice. And when you shut your spouse down and you don't give them a voice, guess what happens to them? They go in the shell, and they don't come out. And I don't care, even now, I don't care how hard I try to say, oh, no, you do this, go ahead, you do this. I sit in the background. Mm -hmm. She's still like, no, because it's so many years of shut up. Mm-hmm. That's not marriage. It's so many years of, of, we never really just argued. You know why we didn't ever argue? Because we never communicate. Right. Mm. We never really just argued. We never communicated. We go to church, we got it down pat. Mm. Mm-hmm. But we didn't communicate. And if you want your marriage to work, you got to change the directions. Change what you do. Change what you used to do. Because if you see it's not working, change
2: it. In the spirit of change, I think another issue that's not oftentimes addressed is when you go into a relationship, go into a marriage, most people look at the person and they say, this is the person I want to be with for the rest of my life. Wonderful. We were taught that. We think that's wonderful. Not realizing That five years from now, the person that you married now is not going to be that same person. Mm -hmm. No. We don't leave room for them to grow. Mm -hmm. No. So that we can grow with them. With them. This ain't the same woman I married nine years ago. No, no. Not spiritually, not naturally, not physically, not emotionally, not the same. But, but,
4: that's a good point.
0: Me being the person that I was, I wanted to keep her there.
2: Right, 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 mm. right, right. Because that's what you liked. Yes. That's what you were. You. We you, say you, it all the time it, to people. Okay. I, the, I, mm-hmm. won't, I, I fell in love with you. Yeah. Here. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Rather than falling in love with who you are, and who you'll become. One of the, one of the conversations we have had on a on a semi consistent basis has has been in that where uh, she would say that well, I, I tell her I love you, but I don't just love you I love who I see that you're going to be. And she said to me one day, she said, so does that mean you don't, that means you don't really love, love me, me now. now? I said, no, that's not, that's not what it is. I, feel, I love what you, what you now, say. but I'm also loving what I'm seeing because I know that who you are now ain't going to be the same. It's not the same tomorrow. No. Mm-hmm. <laughs> we change so frequently, it's ridiculous. Yeah. In my sameness, I change. I ain't the same. I've been pastoring seven years. When she met me, I wasn't a pastor. My temperament was Mm -hmm. different seven years ago Mm -hmm. than it is now. I'm shorter now than I was seven. Folk Mm -hmm. get on my nerves now. Mm -hmm. See, I was able to pass folk off beforehand, but now that I have to handle it, y'all get on my nerves. I love y'all, but y'all get on my nerves. (laughs) And so my temperament's shorter. And so it's an adjustment now just dealing with me. Heck, I'm still learning me. How can I expect her to know me and I'm still learning me? And the same the other way. And, and because there's not that communication that says I'm changing, I, I'm a little different. What you did yesterday, <laughs> it ain't going to work today. I'm sorry. And learning that, that also causes an issue because I want to keep
0: her when, if It's a hurtful feeling when, you know, for years and years and years, I want to keep her as the young girl that I married. Mm-hmm. So I used my authority.
1: Mm-hmm.
0: I used me being the man to keep my authority over her, to make her submissive, to do what I wanted her to do, mm-hmm. how I wanted her to act, how I felt she should. I was so retarded until I was making her wear stuff that old women wore. It was retarded because, you know, when she was younger, I used to go buy all of her clothes,
1: mm-hmm.
0: shoes, clothes, panties, bras, drawers, whatever. I would go buy all of that. And so because I, f- I felt like I was doing those things, that gave me the right to treat her as a young girl, even in our marriage. I did it too. And it didn't give her no room to grow.
6: Well, uh, like even you said. in grow mm-hmm. I don't know if either one of you done it, but I did it. I talked to Mary and I said, um, what happened to the woman I fell in love with? Mm. I did that. Mm-hmm. And you was talking about her growing. And, yeah, and growth would change, you know? We're not gonna always run around with diapers going, mama nah, nah, and mama pick <laughs> you up and you're 16 years old. So as the marriage progresses, we're supposed to progress with it. Me not progressing, I said to her, what happened to the woman I fell in love with? The woman I fell in love with didn't talk back to me. <laughs> this one do. And it, you know.
0: So, I got a question. How does that make you feel as a man when she do
6: that? It makes me mad. <laughs> 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 <You> get, <laughs> not mad, mad. Mad. you really, really mad. Man. So,
0: I mean, and if you, you know, I mean, this is real talk. So even now, when he gets to that mad stage, where would that put you?
5: In a shell. Yeah, shells sir. I gave him one of his pills to calm him down. I mean, <laughs> for his anxiety, and, but sometimes that. I don't.
6: Well, it, it, it it's the thing that. Wow. As men, the majority of us. We marry our women for a reason. I love her and all that good stuff. The main reason, <laughs> here's what I did because of my attitude, Jesse. Mm-hmm. I let black women alone. I said, I ain't missing no more black women. Be careful, you got two up here. <laughs> and this went <one> from the <laughs> south side of Chicago. She's obviously, can, she <laughs> she throws stuff.
2: He did, <laughs> he did, he did. Good on, He's good, still
6: on good ground. He <laughs> did. I love Palanda. I love Lady Cheap. I love these two.
2: And those are y'all's. I'm talking about mine <laughs> Good clarity, good clarity good, uh, I can't clean that up
6: <laughs> the, black, the black women I dealt with Were rats mm-hmm. Because that's where I'm from mm-hmm. Right. A hood gonna get hood rats mm-hmm. So Every hood rat I met Was worthless You know they were punching me. That's who I was So I said okay To keep from punching these girls in their face I need a white girl I need something different. I need a Mexican. Whoa. I need something. Something. That was where my mind took me. So my mind took me away from black women. I met her. And when she when I met her, she was overwhelmingly submissive. If I said green socks, she won't leave Walmart until she find a pair of green socks. Now if I say green socks, you come in with a pair of blue socks and say that's all they had wearing <laughs> <laughs> It don't sit wrong right <laughs> because it's not what I'm used to, you know. I say to myself, wait a minute, I left all these black women alone to be with you and you're going to come in here with some blue socks? Take them back. You can take them back. I'm wrong. Here you go. You I'm wrong because I'm, I, I'm, I'm not even thinking about her feelings. No. At all.
0: It's it's when I, I I was in prison and we learned a terminology for that. Power, O, oh, power orientation. Hmm. That means you have to be in control.
2: Oh yeah.
0: So, um, one of the things that helped me to get rid of all this power hmm. that I had gained over the years, even with the church. Yeah. Um. One of my DTS said to me. She said, your wife is out there, and she's paying the bills. She's taking care of the kids. She is uh, putting money on your books. She is doing whatever she wants to do. She's going to work. She's doing what she's doing. And where are you?
1: Mm -hmm.
0: And she said, are you power controlling her now? Because, Because you can't control... What's going on out there now? So if she's making it now without you, without your control, without you telling her everything to do, where to go, who to be with, what time to come in, go do this for you, go do that for you. So if she is actually doing all these things without you, she don't need you.
1: Right.
0: And that helped me to relinquish my power control. I still have a little bit of it. But not as bad as I used to be.
6: What, what, what made me relinquish it is I walked in the room one day and she was just crying. I said, what's wrong with you? I said in the mean way, mm-hmm. what's wrong with you? She said, I can't do nothing right. Oh. Wow. That's what made me drop. Because I put her in a position to where she felt like she just couldn't do nothing, nothing right. And that wasn't my intention. But that's what I did. We
2: create those monsters. Mm-hmm. And don't even see that we created. Right, and we don't right, see right. create. Right. The, 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 the growth of that creation happens right before our yeah. eyes. And don't ever see it until it's too late and blows up in our face. And where did that come from? Right. This has been growing for five years. Mm-hmm. Right under your, not even right under your nose, right in front of your face, you right. choose to ignore it. Yeah, because we, we most men have be, are so focused on the product. Yes, and never wind up always, never, never want to paying attention to what assembles the product. Hear what mm. I mean? So, the product you were getting for the time before the blow up was what you were used to. Right, but you never recognized the building attitude that was coming. Mm-hmm. With the, with, so before it was, I'ma stay at Walmart until I get these green socks that you want. Mm-hmm. Then after a while it was, got the green socks, here you go.
1: Mm-hmm.
2: There was, huh, here are your green socks. Yeah. There was, look, take these doggone blue socks. All I had. Now yeah. what? <laughs> but before there was, take these doggone blue socks. That's all I had. You had these steps of where right. you could have said, hold on, is something wrong. Did I do something? Right. Can we talk? You little was everything? Communication. Mm. Communication. Mm. But because the Green Sox kept coming. That's how it was the end product. Right. When you learn to pay attention to the process, however, one of my issues, I am overly process oriented. <laughs> I care more about the process than the product. Mm. Like, I want the result. Don't get me wrong. I want what I want. Let's be clear. <laughs> I want what I want. I care more about the process. She's not really, I mean, she's detailed, very detail-orientated, but she likes the product. We're kind of the reverse. She is, okay, so, and you can stop me from talking for you no, at so. any point in time. <laughs> um, she is, you give her the vision, she manufactures the vision. That's her gift, one of her gifts, one of her She can If you can lay it out for her, she can give you that product. I am... I say vision. You no, know, this got it's it's, it's gotta and it's gotta, and here's how we're gonna build it and all right. Then product, I don't, hey look, because I figure if we get the process right, the product got to be right. She's about the product though. I can be overbearing in the process, mm-hmm. which screws the product up. Mm-hmm. And so for me, it's oh man, how the heck this product we went through the process. Come on now, how did this get wrong? <laughs> Oh, well, if you'd have left me alone, <laughs> or oh, if you just leave you me. and let me know. do what I do. <laughs> but I'm trying to see the process, because I'm a process person. But if you leave me alone, let me say it another way. If you trust me to do what you ask me to do, mm. I can do it.
0: See, that was my problem at the church.
2: Mm.
0: You know, I would never trust people with a vision. Cause it's hard. Because it's hard to trust people. With the vision God gave you, and if you didn't do it, then I don't want it. I
4: don't
0: want it. If you didn't do it when I told you to, or or we talked about it, I
4: don't
0: want it. I want it. Matter of fact, I'll do it myself. That's me. Mm
4: -hmm.
1: I
0: don't. I don't. I don't. don't,
4: don't,
0: (laughs) I'm in the process, but you slowing my process down. And that was my mentality. Now, God has taught me a lot of patience, a lot of patience, and that, you know, you know, I listen more. To be a good communicator, you have that to is. listen. Mm-hmm. And you have to take in the opinions of others. And you said it earlier, you don't have to do what they say, but at least consider the opinions of others. Right. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Yes.
6: I was the same way in the yes. church. Like, At least consider the uh, same way. I um, I got challenged to change it. We uh, I went to Morgantown. On our way back from Morgantown, Pastor Jesse challenged me.
2: He said, <laughs> "I, I, I got to remember this one." looks I, I got to remember this He one. said, mm-hmm.
6: "Sit down for a month."
2: Sure did. Sure did. I remember it. Yes, sir. Yes,
6: let, sir. Let Pastor Mary let. All y'all, your other ministers preach. Sure did. Sure did. Month. Sure did. I did
2: that. I did it. I did that. I, uh, uh. <laughs> I, mean, <laughs> I love the look on her face. Like, really? Uh, so. so <laughs> <laughs> That's funny.
4: Like ish, somewhat. Almost a little bit like. Well,
2: kind of something like. Ish. If I ish. Somebody, <laughs>
4: ish. If That's ish. If I let ish. somebody preaching, they don't. Ish.
6: They don't complete it. Don't finish it. Or if, if you get up and you get your verse, you know, and then your message become about your husband and your children.
2: <laughs> but,
6: I can't let my people eat that. So you know. Yes, you can. I can, but I choose not to. see, ah. that's, so, uh, see, ah. see,
0: see that's why it's so so important for the men of God and the women of God to be prayerful of who you let come in over your sheep. I know mm-hmm. that's right.
2: Say that one more time. Yeah, for, you for have something. to be
0: very, very careful because if that person, even if it's the people in your ministry right, that's going to speak to your sheep, the, the sheep that God has entrusted you with, right. it's so important that. They're on the same page as you, mm-hmm. and that you that you can uh, um, allow them to flow. Because one, if I prayed about bis- uh, Bishop coming Bishop coming today, mm-hmm. then I would know you're gonna bring a season word. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Ah, if I oh, we was on live, I'm sorry. You're right. You so good. You good. You all right. If I if if I if I prayed about it. And I said, hey, come. That means God, ha- God
2: should have released me mm-hmm. so that I can release you to flow in this house. Mm-hmm. Can, I, can I jump in right there for a second, Bishop? Because for me, part of the thing is I also, love this for me. <laughs> yeah. I yeah, love this. Yeah, yeah. It, and it, it means he's yeah. to get deep. He's getting get deep. Mm-hmm. Here, for me, here, part, here, here's the underlying issue. Even before I, I need to go to God about who I bring in. Watch this. Why are we not, and this is not necessarily just at you, it's, it's the, the scenario altogether. Altogether. Yeah. Why are we not praying about who we license and ordain? Because mm-hmm. if I if I license you mm-hmm. for leadership,
1: mm-hmm.
2: I ought to be able to trust that you can give a word. Right. Yeah. Mm-hmm. And if you can't give a word, I got no business licensing you. Right. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. So the issue isn't just me being able to release and pray, God, okay, God, so-and-so is going to come in. Let me let them go ahead and give a word. Before we get there, Do you got a word in you. Mm-hmm. You ain't got no word in you? Okay, I want to talk to you.
1: Mm-hmm.
2: Part of the reason God says do that is because you didn't know who had word or not. Right. Mm. You had a bunch of folk with licenses, titles, and titles, and leadership, and they weren't giving no real word, but you didn't know it because you never gave them the chance to mess up in front of folk, I'm uh-huh. mm-hmm. gonna say sometimes you gotta let you gotta let them do it. That's why I say no, you gonna let them eat that candy, that that, that, that horrible candy, well, yeah. because the folk will tell you. Yeah, mm-hmm. I promise they will tell you, you. They will tell. I I I haven't had it yet because don't know about very few people have <laughs> come to preach high praise. There's a reason for that right now, mm-hmm. but I've been close to pastors. Mm-hmm. I I I've been <laughs> under them and around them. I've been in the office well, well. <laughs> when the folk come in and say, don't let that person come back here no more.
1: Mm-hmm.
2: They don't have no word. They, they, they don't have no, they, have they, can't no do, they can't do nothing for us. Please don't bring this person back. The folk will let you know. And okay. if you're at Great Love Ministries, our uh, Great Love Community Ministries here,
0: uh our, a lot of times, yeah. <laughs> a lot of times when the people come in, they think that since it's a lot of children and young people here. That they're uneducated mm-hmm. to the word of God, mm-hmm. right? and they don't realize that I spend a lot of time, a lot of time teaching them the word, going drill them in the Bible class. So if you come up here and you're preaching something, what Great Love Ministry children gonna do is they're gonna come back and talk to me and and the pastor here and say.
4: Why y'all let them get up there? Why y'all let them get up there? I love it. I love the honesty. And
0: and my son. Mama. Mama. Mama, Daddy. My daughter. Pops. Tasha. Pops. Uh, Now, you know that man didn't have no word. And you know that man can't preach a lick. And you know that man did not. He was not in his Bible. And he thought that we were dumb, that we didn't understand. You had already taught us about Nicodemus. <laughs> <laughs> not you, Nick. Not your, the, the likeliness in the Bible. Not, not you, Nick. Not you, Nick. We're talking about night. <laughs> the one that come to Jesus by night. Yeah. But that—that's—that's that's the mentality of people, and they come here. And I remember—remember I remember several years ago, I had to sit a, a bishop down because he started picking with my young people. Mm. Mm. He came here and he started picking, bruh, I know God got a call on your life. Bruh, I know you're going to get a basketball scholarship. Bruh, I know you're going to do this and do this and that. And I had to literally say to him, hey, bruh, calm down. Hmm. Leave him alone. come down. And that was because he sized them up. Mm. You need to be saved. Bruh, already
6: saved.
3: Uh. It was in their flesh. Yeah. In your flesh. <clears throat>
4: You gon' you gonna get a basketball scholarship. He talked. Child don't play no basketball. He Ain't even stunned basketball. No basketball. basketball.
0: And we had one to come tell Jari that he was gonna get a basketball scholarship. Jari don't even play basketball. I'm sorry. He's a bowler, <laughs> he's, a bowler. he's a piano player, he's a keyboard, he's a drummer. No, he play basketball sometimes. He play and he's good at it, but he don't play for a team. But he ain't
1: mm-hmm.
0: trying to play. He ain't trying to play for the school team. They've been begging him, hey come on, Jari, come on play for the school. No, no. No, he's not interested in that. Mm-hmm. So, you're going to come in and, profit and lie to my son. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm.
2: Don't prophet lie. You if you nice. don't have a real word, leave
4: him alone.
0: Leave
2: it alone. You know, I might have hit him with a speaker. <laughs>
4: <laughs> but one thing that I want to say about, because it was an awesome point about the ministers and you licensing people, you know, to giving them license. I think a lot of times, pastors, when they hear somebody say, I've been called into the ministry. You know, they don't want to hurt their feelings and say, you know, you ain't got. But that's got, your job. I mean, they, but they don't want to hurt their feelings because they be like, well, we can't say who God called and who God. Yes, didn't you call. can. We can't say that because we don't know who God called. Yes, now you we do. We don't know who God called, but we know who ain't got a word.
2: Right. I'm the, let me tell you the truth. I'm, I was going to come back. I was going to come to you in a sec. So please make sure that as soon as I, sh- as soon as I shut up, you, you talk, cause you you ain't sitting in the grip, and I, and I really want to hear from you. Um, I- I- mm. oh, mm. You can tell who God has called. You shall know a tree by the fruit it bears. You can tell if they've been called if I look at your fruit. You come to me and tell me God has called you. So if you recognize God has called you, that means you've answered. So my first question is, where's your fruit? Mm. You can... You- and maybe it's just me. Maybe I maybe I'm just crazy, and y'all know I'm crazy. Ma- but maybe I just got some, some some things that you know God may have to work out. But you can't just come to me and tell me just, that God called you. And and here my here my point: God may have called you then, but if you're here now, you still got to prove yourself. Mm-hmm. I've worked a lot of jobs, a lot of jobs. Been t- have, have been a temp for like ten years before I got this permanent job I got now. Every job I have ever been to, you know what the first thing they do to me? Send me through them through that same ninety day trial period. Uh. But I worked this before, but you ain't worked it here. So you need, before we can trust you to do the job here that we hired you to do, you got to prove yourself. Why in the ministry don't we start going back to making folk prove themselves that they are worthy of the call that they say they are called? One of the easiest ways you can, for me, suggest it, one of the easiest ways I've ever been able to tell. If somebody's called or not, if they meant for the ministry that God has placed for high praise ministries or not, how long are you willing to sit down? Can you sit down and learn this ministry before you ever get up? Hmm. If you can't sit down and learn this ministry, God ain't called you here. I don't and care what your license somewhere. is. I don't care who. I don't care how many pastors you've been under. I don't care if you called to be a pastor. I don't care if you pa- ordained as a pastor. Yes, sir. Every place is different. I agree. Right.
1: Mm-hmm.
2: I, I agree, and I, I want to jump in and say this mm-hmm. too.
0: Uh, I agree to a certain degree with this, because if a person comes to you and say that God called them to ministry, that is their Confession between them and God. Mm-hmm. So who am I to say God didn't do that? But now to give them a platform mm-hmm. is totally different. But the calling to me, but the calling is not my call. It belongs to God and that person. But so if 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 even with that, The calling, many are called, but few are chosen. But the calling has nothing to do with whether I let them preach or not. Mm -hmm. Their calling is their confession as of this is what God, this is what I feel God is calling me into. Mm -hmm. Now, and again, I agree with him. Uh, Nicodemus here I agree with him That each place Is different (laughs) But
2: Who's to say
3: (laughs) We're going to get to that In a second
2: We'll tell you you What boom pow pow Boom pow pow It's a a whole thing It's it's a whole uh, thing Some Boom 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 pow Uh,
0: (laughs) But that's true And and let me tell you this And I'll say it this way And I know we got to go But I'm going to say it this way It bothers me that as soon as a minister comes to me and they God called me into the ministry, I counsel you, I talk to you, woo, woo, woo. Then all of a sudden, you don't went out now and start a church. Mm. That's totally out of order. Mm-hmm. That is not God's will. Again, get get your butt somewhere and sit down and learn. Learn before you start a church because, you know, let me tell you something. Starting a church and a ministry is one of the hardest things that the Christian, maybe not for some people, but the Christians have ever, if if you're doing it right, it's hard. Yes, sir. I mean, we've been at Uh, this for what? uh, 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 uh,
4: 15 years? Almost
0: 15 15 years. years. We've been at this for almost 15 years. And I'm telling you, when I first went out there on my own and got yeah, a building on, and on our own, you know, it was hard for us to even find covering because oh. people, people say this, oh, well, I ain't going to cover you because you're different. What do you think I'm supposed to be? I'm not Baptist. I'm not Methodist. I'm, I'm, not, I'm not all this and that. Who I am, I'm not a denomination. I, I'm not governed by a denomination, mm-hmm. That's why it's so hard. and so That's it's a... hard. It's so hard to be well because you're you're non-denomination. What that means? You just wild. You just do whatever you want. That's not what that means at all. And What that means is we're not governed by by the the, the corporate entity. The corporate like entity. Or... Yeah, mm-hmm. we're not governed by the corporate entity. We're not affiliated with a gang. We're not affiliated with the gangs. You know. Okay. Well but we all feel that with a J E S U S, but you know, mm-hmm. I, I mean I, I call it Trina One. Yep. Uh-huh. Mm-hmm. <laughs> trina One. But it, it, to me <laughs> uh, but to me it's 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 like as soon as I license you, you run out there and you get a church mm-hmm. and you say God done called you and you ain't got but two members. W- why you why you why you and them two members can't bring your butt back up in here, mm-hmm. sit down, learn the ropes. And then let your leader send you out. Mm. Now that's proper protocol. That's protocol. Mm-hmm. Maybe but, I'm wrong. Maybe I lost my mind or something. No, you
2: you absolutely that's right. But
0: that's proper protocol. And we've gotten away from that. Mm. We've gotten away from that. Everybody now wants to put a church up. Mm-hmm. You want to put a church up on every street corner. Yeah. But I mean, I'm gonna tell you people. something. Uh, you, uh,
4: social media. Social oh, media. Yeah. And, so, then you,
0: and then you and then you want. And this Talk is so to crazy me. to me. You want to nickel and dime everybody. Oh, so into my ministry. If you ain't got no fruit. Thank you. You ain't got no product. What am I sowing into? A mm-hmm. curse.
2: Yes.
3: Mm-hmm. Because uh. cool, cool, you've you,
2: you been quiet a whole long. I was getting ready to say something. I said, ooh, no, no. It's, I got no, you. No,
3: like, I've really been appreciate, like, and I want to thank all three of you gentlemen. I don't think we hear enough from... Uh, transparency from especially men of God like we've heard today like can I be really honest with you like especially as a black woman if I can just be and I know she stepped out for a second like I have so many sisters have this well, well why they can't be and why they you are the first man that I've ever heard actually answer the question. Hey, didn't he? <laughs> didn't he though? And and I have, like I said, I have nothing. Like I I really appreciate your honesty and your transparency. Um, so I I want to thank all three of you today for just being honest. Like, cause it's one thing to be married, period. Nowadays, mm-hmm. like, is another thing to be married and be in ministry together. Yeah, like doing this has tested us. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> what? It has tested us. you don't even understand. It, it ain't if I could just be honest for a moment here, Be um, honest. Look, we 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 were super real close to getting a divorce.
0: Mm-hmm. Recently. Wow. Recently. Mm-hmm. Like
3: cuz it's like, hey, look, uh I, I didn't sign up for this. Right. Like, I signed up to be married to you, and now I can't even see you. Oh, you can't even see me. <laughs> what we doing here? Mm. We might as well, look, nip this one in the bud.
0: <laughs> you know, that's powerful for you to say mm. that, you know, on social media. And that's just so real
3: mm-hmm.
0: because at the end of the day, you know, sometimes we make it look easy. Yeah. And you two has made it look easy.
3: You Ooh, know? Lord, we made it look easy. Lord Jesus. <laughs> you made it
0: look easy.
2: Oh Lord Jesus. <laughs> you may look easy. Ooh, I hate to see what make it look hard, dude. Right. Lord God. Sometimes <laughs> uh, you know, uh, and I wanna I wanna uh, address. or oh, you I was I was gonna get that too. I show, I promise you, I I know just where you go. I I promise you. Go ahead, I promise. <laughs> hey. you. Okay, go ahead. So 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 my friend Kellen, so I I I I I I get what you're saying, you got to obey God, but please understand something. There's a difference between obeying God. And what this man of God was talking about that's true that's what i wanted to go with. When God calls you when God calls you it's different than when you just feel like you got to do you feel like you got to do that. the vast majority of see, I, I I got more venom than him so I, I could say I could say it more harshly oh, okay. <laughs> not towards you no yeah, definitely not towards you you know you know you cool peoples um The vast majority of these jacked up, trifling, ain't got no power, no authority, no anointing, (laughs) no membership, no leadership, no skills. None of that pastors that we got going on now, especially all over social media. And yes, I know I got a a social media ministry. The vast majority of these jack legs, they have never been called to it. And and those who may have been called, God never said now.
1: Mm. No, Mm -hmm.
2: sometimes you have to sit your butt down and wait and wait on it. Sometimes the reason that your pastor or your leader says no is not a never. It's a you're not ready now. Not right now. The you coming to your pastor at that particular time is the confirmation that, hey, I'm ready to start being trained to do what I need to do. That's true. So now I, I'm, I'm, I'm accepting it, and I'm publicly, or I'm in your face. Let you know. I know who I am now. Right. I'm ready for it. Now I, as a pastor, could say, now let's start you on the course. That's right. You, when you go to college, let me say it this way. Now shut up. Hey. When you go to college, you pick a major. In general, you almost always pick a major when you go to college. Yeah. You don't start doing the major the moment you pick it. No. No. You doing the major show, shows the professors what courses you need to take to know how to do what you want to do.
1: Mm-hmm.
2: You coming to the man or woman of God saying, hey, I'm called the pastor. I'm ready. Now let's the pastor know, okay, now we can start training. Because sometimes I can't train you till you accept it because you will mess up and reject every bit of training I give to you until you accept it. And the reason I look at my wife and I could do it, I could throw it on the bus like that because she said this publicly <laughs> sometimes. Yes. <laughs> I, I've been training her for ministry almost since the day we got married because I know what's in her. For years, she rejected everything I said to do. Mm-hmm. I'm going to be fight tooth and nail? Sure. You Do-do-do-do. don't understand how hard it was to get her to teach a lesson, oh, yeah. how hard it was to get her to just simply do the offering so I ain't got to do it.
1: Huh. Oh, yeah.
0: that's, that's good.
2: And until yeah. recently, where she began to see, oh, he right. God, okay, God's doing... okay. Now she's becoming more open to the things that I'm trying to teach her to, to get her to where God is trying to get her to. It's a difference. I get what you're saying. If God called you, yeah, and the man that God said no, you have an obligation to do what God say do. Mm. But what he was talking about wasn't God calling you? Is you saying I, I'm ready and I'm gonna right. do it, whatever, mm-hmm. you do, whether you say do it or not? Mm. Yeah.
3: And I think it's really the people, the ones who, and I won't say his name, but a certain. Prophyli who breathes through Columbus, Ohio. Mm-hmm. <laughs> My Jesus. <laughs> who the it, it's those kind it's, it's those the ones who lack the, the the ones who don't understand the office of the pro, of the pastor. <laughs> it's the ones who seek to manipulate and abuse the people. Those mm-hmm. are the ones who give all of the other ones the ones who are truly seeking to do the will of god it's those the ones that are having a problem (laughs) and the problem is especially and i've seen this a lot like i've i observe a lot of things like since i've truly been walking in this Mm -hmm. if i see one more man because he's a man go into a church and they be like oh you called a pastor because he's a man You don't know him, you don't know his story, you ain't know his background because you're trying to keep, especially men in the church, because you're trying to keep a man in the church, you automatically tell him he's called to this, and then they sit up there and they get jacked up. Hmm, I think, I don't know if Bishop Rommel is still on here, I
2: think. Greetings, Bishop, I love you, sir, appreciate you.
3: Like, he has a wonderful process of like, look, basically, if nothing else, you're going to get weeded out in his process before you become a licensed minister in his church. Because mm-hmm. a lot of people out here are not thinking about the blood on their hands. What? Mm-hmm. Nobody talks about that. The blood on your hands, when you lead people That's and you lead That's them wrong. correct. What does it profit you to sit up here and do all of these years of ministry? And because you got mm. in your flesh and you didn't train up the people right, and now the blood is on your hands, <laughs> you might as well have had a good time sinning for all of that. Yeah. What good is it because you led a bunch of people over the cliff? Mm. Mm -hmm. What good is that? And I don't think people count the cost of that. Like, they really don't. No. Look, this is serious. God's business is serious business. Look, I could go, if I could, sorry, see my language for a second. If I go to hell on my own, I'm not taking God's people with me. And if you can have integrity enough to do that, you wouldn't jump out there all willy-nilly into this. Take this seriously. seriously. Okay. And
0: and you know, and I don't mean to cut you off, but mm-hmm. I'm gonna go back to, to uh Mr. Keith's comment here. Uh, I wanna just what I'm talking about as well is that those people who are since we are since we are live and we're real talk,
1: mm-hmm.
0: I'm talking about those people who are bastards. Mm-hmm. 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 Who do not want to be fathered, but they want to be feathered mm-hmm. now, and I'm not talking about those who have the calling on their life and they're submissive to their leader, and their leader may say, Oh, you know you're not ready, or I don't feel like that you should go out and but you have this urgency to go out because now you've set up on your leader, but your leader your leader is not releasing you due to his own personal uh, his own personal gains mm-hmm. from you being at his ministry. That's However, good. That's, good. that's totally different. I'm talking about bastards who do not want to be fathered, but they want to be feathered. Mm-hmm. And th- does that make sense? Yes. It and, 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 and a lot of times, to be honest with you, it bothers me when people just want, the Bible calls it an itchy ear. huh. Yeah. They want a quick word, they want an itchy ear, and they want to do it their way. But in this gospel, like uh, like uh, Pastor, uh, you right, you right, mm-hmm. you right. What? Go ahead. Mm-hmm. I mean, mm-hmm. like Pastor Philander said, you have to in in this walk, you have to consider the whole nine yards. You got to consider the fact that you have souls that are entrusted in your hands, mm. and for every soul, woe unto that man that will scatter my sheep and spread them abroad. That is one of the scriptures that I'm so terrified what? of. Mm. That's that's my that because if I sh- uh, scatter any of these sheep here at the love that's on my hand, mm-hmm. the blood, their blood is on my hand, so guess what? I have to take in consideration all of
2: it the whole nine yards mm-hmm. let, let, me, let me jump in here real quick because yes. I' might need to take us a break in just a second, but let me address something real something else real real quick but uh, uh kevin and and it's not at you, but I'm just addressing the comment because I know other folks have seen it, and they're probably thinking it too. To say a pastor needs a timeline, I personally don't believe that's accurate. And here's why. There needs to be a plan where I as the pastor can see your growth and say, now you're ready. There's a mark that you've got to hit. How long it takes the mark is up to you. First of all, if you started at 50, <laughs> that's your fault for taking so long <laughs> to accept the call. Yep. Yeah. The timeline... Is between you, your steadfastness, and God. All I can do is say, you got to hit this mark. And when I see the mark, I'll know, okay, it's time. Some folk can do it in six months. Some folk, it may take 10 years because you're stubborn, hard-headed, and running. Mm -hmm. So an exact time frame, you ain't never going to get. And you'll never never get any pastor worth their salt that will say, Okay, in four years, you're going to be pastor. In two years, this is how you go. No, because I don't know your rebelliousness in the process. And there's going to be some parts in the process where you will get rebellious because that's how you learn Mm. and you grow. So real quick, we're going to take one more break, and we're going to come back for the podcast. We're going to keep some of this discussion going on the live, but i got to take a quick break before before it cuts me off. We'll be right back after these messages from Real Talk. Are you tired of church as usual? Are you looking for something different? Do you need a real, relevant word that's impactful and will reach you right where you're at? Then High Praise Ministries is the ministry for you. Come fellowship with us every Saturday at 1 p.m. here at 3466 Holcomb Bridge Road in Norcross, Georgia. Here at High Praise Ministries, we believe in bringing forth a real, raw, relevant word to reach you wherever you're at, no matter what you're going through. No judgment, no fuss. We'll have you in and out in an hour and a half of power-packed word and worship. So come, fellowship with us. Come see what the difference is all about. High Praise Ministry's Next Level Service. We're the real, raw church of purpose. And we are calling for your service. And we're back. We're going to come around with some final thoughts, but we're we're having a great discussion, and I'm sorry, podcast folks, y'all missed some good parts as we went to break. Uh, Bishop, But you were saying, that part uh, comes with us. I've been saying this, and I'm so glad God has taken me in the direction he took me. I'm doing a series right now with High Praise Ministries where we're dealing with understanding spiritual gifts. Mm. Yeah. And the reason God began to take me there is because he said part of our issue is if we don't understand what God has invested in us, we don't know how to give back to God what he wants. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. So I will have a call on my life, mm-hmm. and my call is that of an enhancer. Mm-hmm. But because I get someplace and things start growing and God starts moving, I don't understand the gift God placed me in. I think I'm called a pastor. So now I step out and pastor mm-hmm. and wonder why I'm crushed by it
1: mm-hmm. because
2: that wasn't my gift. That wasn't the call that got placed on my life. I was called to link up and enhance your vision, and once you get to the place that God has called you to be at, go to the next place, enhance the vision, Mm -hmm. and keep moving. If you don't understand what God has invested in you, (laughs) you're liable to make these kinds of mistakes. And can I be honest? I can be honest, it's my show. Um, (laughs) The issue where that comes from lies on us, Mm -hmm. the leaders. We have done a horrible job over the last 40-plus years of conditioning, teaching, training the body of Christ as a whole to have, one, their own relationship with God, Mm
1: -hmm.
2: two, understand who God has called them to, and three, push them the purpose. We have taken the my sheep literally. Right. Mm -hmm. Yes. I have no problem calling the members of High Praise Ministries my church and my members, but I recognize I'm a steward. I ain't nothing but a manager. My job at one, at some point in time is to say, okay, God, it's your fault. You you, you do what you want. And if, if the district manager comes, God, to come and say, hey, move this person. Do this with this person. I can't say no. This is his fault. Mm-hmm. He, he gave me stewardship over them.
4: That's it. That's all.
0: Pa- pass it. Yes, uh, sir. Um, we we know um, that uh, Bishop has to go. Uh, can, we uh-huh. get his, can we get his final thoughts?
1: Please? Yes, please.
0: Cause you have been quiet. You let us do all <laughs> the talking. He just, just shut him. down, didn't he? <laughs> and these like, ladies finna tip out. I gotta go do this and do that. But uh, thoughts about you? Just, just
3: get, just No, oh, we're go we, we, we gonna
0: be, we're gonna be, we're gonna, we gonna wrap it up. But oh. we just want to get your
3: yeah, final please, thoughts. Yeah, please,
6: your final thoughts. Oh yeah. Okay, final thoughts. It's been real. <laughs> <laughs> Uh, 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 about the uh, ministry. Uh, I've been placed in a situation with some questions. You know, uh, Bishop was talking about uh, non-denominational and, you know, being a non-denominational pastor is a struggle. Yes, sir. And, and most of, most of the time we get members and they want to hallelujah and fall out and shout and do all that. They don't want to pay the tithes and offer. Right? Mm-hmm. <laughs> and it's, it's on pastor and first lady. That's right. pay their household bills, church, church bills, bills, you know, water, gas, oh. come cut their own yard, shovel their own snow. Because some members just, they, they want to be members, and they even want to be ministers. And some of them, we had some, I don't know if you have them, that will pay part of their tithes. Mm-hmm. And I preach that if you pay a portion of your tithes, that's an offering.
2: That's right. That, you that's your If you get 7%, that's,
6: right. that's not a tithe. That's, that's not, not a tithe. Tithes. That's an That's offering. right. That's Thank right. you for your offering. But you still got your tithes. So, you know, with that being said, it, it takes a certain diligence and determination to run your own ministry especially when you got a building this size and you know it's it's a, it's a struggle it's a struggle okay so <laughs> here, here here's the dilemma that I bumped into because we we were doing this we were doing this and we were paying we were driving from Marysville Ohio to Dayton Ohio to pastor church and we would go to Cincinnati Ohio and pick up members mm-hmm. mm. At the same time, none of them are paying tithes. Mm. So I pay all the bills at the church, all the bills at my house, my wife wasn't working, and I, we transport all the members on a janitor's salary. So I know that God can do it. Mm-hmm. But at some point it becomes an issue. Like October 18th is our anniversary. So when our anniversary comes up and I have to do that, I ain't got hotel suite money, you know, and you know and then she gets an attitude. So after so many years, I, I I come to a place where okay, I need to do something different. Absolutely, you know, so I, I come down here quickly and I'm done. Cause like, I got I got to go. Uh, I come down here, man. Like I was telling Philanda, the ministry is so different. You know, everybody's supportive. You walk into church um, and they'll say, okay, say your name or something, and you get up and you do it, and they'll, they'll the pastor, the bishop, they'll come meet with you. They'll take you in office and talk with you. No, oh, I, I see this on your life, and, and let, let me do this for you and this for you. In Ohio, we didn't get a lot of that. But here, here's the thing. Uh, I, I heard uh, the bishop was saying about being in a gang, kind of, sort of. If you go into an organization, I kind of feel that. But at the same time, what if God is setting you up for something
2: Mm -hmm. greater?
6: And, And you go into an organization and they set you up with what you have need of and what you've been praying to God for. And so you know so I, I I wrestle with this because I don't want to be labeled but I do <laughs> want to be prosperous
1: hmm
6: okay so you know and um, I'm just trying to figure out what to do you know I I, I could stay independent and continue to struggle or we got saved apostolic, that's that's how we got saved. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. So um, we went back to our home church and the pastor said, you're a pastor. I need for you to go over to gas and then talk to these folk in the UPC and they're gonna set you up. So we did that. And I got presented with a pretty decent option that would put me in a comfortable state financially. And I still get to believe what I believe. I still get to preach the way I want to preach because this is how I am, you know? But I I still have fear of if I go into them, the UPC, and they say to me, you can only go to UPC churches to preach. If they say that to me, then I'm probably not going to do it because you're not going to tell me that I can't come see my brother. So, you know, and at at the same time, I I, I just, it's just certain things that I'm not going to bend on. Even though I was ordained, I was filled with the Holy ghost and everything in the apostolic church. Okay, but I went and I got ordained in holiness
2: mm-hmm.
6: with my uh, first pastor, pastoral license. When I went and bis- uh, got my bishop license, they're epistle cassocks and all that. Mm-hmm. You cannot preach if you don't have a cassock, so it's epistle. So I'm basically non denomination because of the way my growth was. I never sat. And been just in one one
4: set denomination, yeah, one mm-hmm.
6: denomination. Even uh, in Columbus, uh, I guess he's Church of God in Christ. I don't know. yeah, we know who we are. So to God be the glory there, and um, <laughs> he did some things, and and he did some helpful things,
2: yeah, absolutely,
6: as well as some hurtful things. But it is mm-hmm. what it is. Uh, to God be the glory again. The thing is, when it's time to grow, you know, God don't only want us to grow spiritually. Mm -hmm. He wants us to be able to help as well. Mm -hmm. So if I sit out here and say, okay, I'm not gonna do this, do this, do this, I'm gonna do it this way, what if somebody comes into my ministry that needs something financial? I can't provide that. But if I go, Mm And these people set me up, and they give me what they promised to give me. Then this person comes in that needs financial help. Then I can help them.
2: So, so and here. You, okay, I I just did one step. Up <laughs> that, I'm sorry. So, so here, here, here's what hit me as you were talking. First, let me ask permission. I can talk real real ta- I know this is real talk on my show, but I can talk real real talk to you, right? Yes, sir. Y'all about to be privy to some brother conversation for a second. <laughs> Here are two things that 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 hit me. The first is you have to change your teaching. Here's what I mean by that. The people will only be stretched as far as as far as you're willing to stretch them. You're picking them up. What they're stretch, being stretched in. You're teaching tithe, but are you really, in, for lack of a better way to put it, enforcing the, the 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 principle of tithe? This is what God said, and then holding them accountable for their for what they're supposed to do. That's on the teaching side of it. Mm-hmm. The, where the dilemma is at, I would say this to you. You have to be able to start discerning and beginning asking God, is this a door, or an opportunity? Every opportunity, ain't a door that God is opening. Right. It can sound good, look good, be good, but it may not be the door.
6: Right.
2: Is it a door, or is it an opportunity? If it's a door, when you walk through the door, everything will prosper according to how God would have it set up, mm-hmm. because it's a door. Right. If it's an opportunity, you'll get some success out of it. You're going to struggle in a whole lot of other ways, too. It's going to be, a, uh, it's going to be a, the same kind of fight in a whole different way. You're struggling in discerning the door versus opportunity. Right. Seek God and say, God, is this a door or is this an opportunity? If it's a door, walk through it and let God take care of the rest. Mm-hmm. If it's an opportunity, hold off and let God give you the door.
3: <laughs> I see bitch's face <laughs> huh? I see your face why, why are you looking at my face because <laughs> we know you. it's turning. Mm,
0: well this is what I say which I totally agree with that however I think that you know in this particular situation you know and I think you and I we discussed this before as he said this is brother this mm-hmm. is brother time. uh I think that that God gives us the ability to choose. Mm -hmm. And so I think that if you can go into pastor without strings attached or without a whole different motive, or compromising who you are, then you go because you don't never know where God is sending you. Mm-hmm. And I agree with Pastor here. Be prayerful, you know, and say, "Okay, God, why are you sending me here?" Because serve your notice. If you go there, somebody, God is sending you for somebody. Absolutely.
1: Mm.
0: If you become a part of that fellowship. In an the organization, then God is sending you there for somebody. But in the process, He's going to open a door for you while you're doing what you're doing.
2: Pass any, any final thoughts before, before, y'all, before y'all slide on now? You were super quiet,
5: too. We appreciate the it service, Eddie. enjoyed this telecast. Thank you. Thank you. I'm
1: a big (laughs) (laughs) crybaby. That's alright, ain't nothing wrong with it.
5: That's what Bishop calls me. I'm a crybaby. But you know, I'm I'm grateful to be here. Grateful to see you.
2: Alright. Pastor Chief?
5: Um, just a a little
4: bit on what my husband was saying earlier about the God will push you
3: mm-hmm, out mm-hmm. of a
4: ministry. um that's what he did with us when See, we got what ready what to did. start this ministry. He pushed us out of the ministry that we were in, but we were not we were so comfortable in doing what we were doing. Mm-hmm. You know, and being in the organization that we were in, n- not to say anything bad against organization, if you're in an organization and you're comfortable with it and you feel that's where God got you, mm-hmm. hey, you ain't got to leave. This that's is right. where God got you. Nothing wrong with it. Cool. But God was pushing us for our own, you know, our own ministry. But because, like I said, we were used to this, it was like, I gave you a time frame, and he did give us a time frame. It gave him a time frame. Five -hmm. years. Mm -hmm. This is where you're going to be, but this is where you're going to be for five years. Mm -hmm. He gave us a time frame. We tried to stay past the time frame because we were afraid to step out on our own Mm -hmm. because this is where God was calling us out on our own. And because we stayed past the time frame, Everything started. I mean, chaos erupted. Chaos erupted all around us because we were being disobedient. Because I've given you this time frame. You're going to do this time because this is what I got for you. I got something else for you. So God allowed chaos to break out all around us and to push us out of it. Because he had this for us. And at the time it was like, God, why you know, why is all this happening? You know, why are they saying this? Why are they lying? Why are these people that we done grown to love and you know I mean really love, why are they treating us so cold? Why are they, you know, I mean God had hardened their heart. Cause he was trying to push us on out. And so I know a lot yeah, of times it's, it. yeah. it's hard to accept and it's hard to, you know, step out on where God is trying to take you to. But if you are disobedient and you stay past the time that he's telling you and giving you the anointing to go, he's going to push you out because you can't stay.
2: Sure will. You
4: cannot stay. One way or another, voluntary or involuntary,
2: mm-hmm. you're going to go. Mm-hmm. Got to go. I'll come to you in the second vision. Mm-hmm. Minister, mm-hmm.
3: final thoughts? <laughs> I, I just want to thank all of y'all for being on here and being real and being transparent. I think that now a lot of people have got these assumptions of pastors and first ladies and ministers of the gospel. I know that we're just human, and we go through stuff, and we Yo, feel dude. things. Man, that pastors don't have feelings. Mm. Right. Yeah, <laughs> Like, like this don't affect y'all. I, I really appreciate y'all coming on and your, your honesty and your transparency. Like, thank you. Just in case nobody else sells you. Well, thank y'all for what you do. Thank y'all for letting us thank come me. on. <laughs> you know, thank you.
0: Bishop. Uh, my final thoughts, and just very brief. Uh, Pastor Jesse lied to me. <laughs> <laughs> And uh, you know he set me up. To be honest with you, I love him, but he lied to me. He said this is only gonna you know, we're gonna be on there about 15 minutes. <laughs> Listen.
2: Uh, however, when well, you go back and watch the tape, see who did the most talking. Really, really, really. Okay, run back the tape. We go. Gonna... <laughs> <laughs> yeah, but I wanna
0: thank you guys for letting us come aboard. Um, this has been a long time in the making because we've talked about this coming on real talk and mm-hmm. it's like I said it's been a long time coming and all the things that you guys are saying I'm just I'm just amazed that the wisdom that God has placed around the table
1: mm-hmm.
0: and that we don't have all the answers but if we come together and use what we have and utilize what we have and who we have we can get understanding yeah. right you know I, so I really I enjoyed it Thank you. Thank you, pa- uh, Pastor. Mm-hmm. There we go again. <laughs> <There's not like, laughs> no, you, so, so you real keep well, I'm so real
2: nice. Thank you, leave show. me alone. Thank, thank, <laughs> and, and, uh,
0: again, uh, uh, um, if you don't have no trouble, you don't have no test. That's right. Mm. If you don't have no situations,
1: mm-hmm.
0: you don't have no test. And I think, as we talked about, you talked about earlier, which one thing that's kind of standing out to me about that when you go to college.
1: Mm-hmm. There's
0: certain things, processes that you, steps that you have to take in order to receive, to, uh, receive that degree. Mm-hmm. And, um, and one of the things is you have to study. That's right. And in this gospel, we have to study.
2: Mm-hmm. We have to show our self-approved. Amen. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So, y'all, listen, this has been one of the best episodes of Real Talk we have ever had. This is right up there with a night with the Jordans. Y'all see Real (laughs) Talk Mm -hmm. can go all over the place and do a lot of things and have all kinds of impact. This was the vision that God gave when he gave me Real Talk. This is what this is supposed to be about. Us sharing, us being open, being transparent that what we say and what we do can have impact in the lives of people beyond just the pulpit. That's right. Mm -hmm. And so I want to thank all of my guests. I want to thank Bishop Brent Scott. I want to thank his lovely wife, Pastor Scott. I want to thank Pastor T. I want to thank my mentor, one of my fathers <laughs> in the gospel, one of my brothers, my friend to the end, the great, Look, the now powerful, got a face to go with the, the prophet. Name. Right. <laughs> now, y'all know who I be talking about when I'm talking about it's the me. one and only, the great Bishop Chris Chamberlain. <laughs> mm-hmm. This oh, is he. And, if you're and in he Mississippi. is. Oh, I'm, I'm, I'm getting it. I promise okay. I'm getting it. Mm hmm. <laughs> Let, 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 let me steer it. Let me steer it. I got you. <laughs> and so this is, this, is, this is the caliber of people that God has, has allowed me to be, uh, to be blessed and have the opportunity to be around. Wonderful men and women of God like this who are open, who are loving. This is who they are. So now watch this. Three men of God. Three different areas of the vineyard. Mm-hmm. You got no excuse. If you are in the Alabama area, Sir, Oxford, Oxford Alabama. No, Tri-State. no, I'm listening. Go, go ahead. Tri-State.
0: <laughs> it is Trostate. Show me. Sure State.
2: We got, to, we got Three the Trostate company. 3-1. 3-1. 3-1. I tell <laughs> you. 3 one. One. I love it. 3-1. <laughs> <one. laughs> <laughs> but I'm not just going to say Oxford. If you're in the Alabama area, because some of y'all like to drive anyway. Bishop Brent Scott, name of your church again, sir? New Nation
6: Outreach Ministries.
2: New Nation Outreach <laughs> <laughs> Ministries. Give, give him the address. Lord Jesus, where is my... Can give him this address, woman. <laughs> <laughs> she said, well, I thought we was leaving. What happened to us leaving? <laughs>
5: 140 McLean Avenue, Oxford, Alabama. Hey.
2: Service times.
5: 11. 11 a.m.
2: On, on, on what day, Monday, Tuesday, Monday, Thursday, Friday, Saturday, Sunday? Well, that's
6: on Sunday. We're 11 a.m. until... Until he get done.
5: <laughs> I love it. I love don't it.
6: Until Lord get done. 11 until, uh, we have our Bible studies online Wednesdays, uh, 5 o'clock. Oh, don't. Lord, don't make me give the number. Hold on. Get that up, please. Oh, my gosh. You got it.
2: <laughs> <laughs> This is why we need help me, y'all. This is why we need to help me. So I promise you. <laughs> while she's getting that up, if you are in the Mississippi area,
1: mm-hmm. not
2: just Union City, but in the Mississippi area, the come on out to yeah. Greater Love Community Ministries. This is the building that we're in right now. Yeah. The, my wonderful friend and mentor and father of the gospel, you're here, Bishop Chris Chamberlain and his lovely wife, Pastor Tashanda Chamberlain. Amen. If you're in this area and you need to get some word in you, where can they get you at, where can they get you at Pastor Because I know <laughs> he don't know the address. We didn't talked about that already. Lord Jesus. You see, you see how I said that? Uh, <laughs> uh, our address is 12180
4: Road 4300 Union, Mississippi, 39365.
2: What time of uh, service? Is, uh
0: services is 930. Um every Sunday. Uh, Bible class is on Wednesday nights at 630. So that's, those are our times,
1: mm-hmm.
2: and we start on time. On time, which is a rarity for us. And y'all know us; we don't Anyway. <laughs> I don't. I don't,
4: know, I don't know. I'm too yes, far. I'm he is a
0: stickler. Stickler on time. time. I love it. Yes. You, you have, have to a, be. See if God. If you have a, and this is one thing before we go. Mm-hmm. If you have an appointment, you need to make sure you're at that appointment.
4: On time. On time. Mm -hmm. That's
0: right. So if I have an appointment to be here at 930, that means God is going to meet me at
2: At 930. Come on now. And he ain't going to stay He ain't going to stay if you ain't showing up. Come on. He
0: going to meet me at 930. Mm -hmm. So why would I stand him up? I know that's Mm -hmm.
2: right.
4: And one thing that he has enforced, and it is so, you know, if you can be at your job on time. On time. You can be there on time. You know it's supposed to be eight o'clock. You be at eight o'clock. They say six o'clock. You'll be there at six o'clock.
2: Mm, so before you, six o'clock, so you are ready to start work at six?
4: Right. So Especially if you got the
2: clock in. Mm-hmm. Yeah.
4: So you got to be there you, five minutes
0: early. If mm-hmm. you Just in case the clock it to ain't your working. Job That's
4: right. On time before time. Why can't you be in service? Right, it's before, before time
2: <laughs> on time. <laughs> it wants us to say. You know. I'm <laughs> 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 Pastor Pastor Mary, did you get, did you get the phone I pulled up for Bible study for y'all? If
5: you want to learn about the Bible, well, join us on our conference line on Wednesday at 6 o'clock Eastern and 5 o'clock E.M. Central Time. The number is 425-436-6200. And then when prompt, enter the access number 255 255-
2: 359. Can't
5: wait to hear it from you. God bless. Amen. 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 And
2: of course, (laughs) if you are in the Georgia area, the Atlanta area, come on down. Come on down. Come on. Come on down. 3466 Holcomb Bridge Road, Norcross, Georgia. Our service is every Saturday at 1 p.m. High Praise Ministries Next Level Service. We are the real raw church of purpose, and we are college for your soul. We are in the midst of a phenomenal series on understanding spiritual gifts. We do have periodic Back to Basics Bible Study. God, and tell me, do it every week, thank you, God. I appreciate him (laughs) for not putting (laughs) that on me. We do it periodically. But while we're doing this series, our Back to Basics Bible Study is every Wednesday at 8 p.m. We stream our services live on Facebook on the High Praise Ministries Facebook page. So if you can't get there and you still want to hear some good word, get to the High Praise Ministries Facebook page. Saturday at 1 p.m., Wednesday at 8 p.m. We'll be able to give you what it is that God has given us to give you. Quick couple of notices of, of, of announcement. This, uh excuse me, not this, sir. Uh, June 27th. If I don't do this, my wife will kill me.
1: Mm-hmm. June 27th.
2: We will be celebrating our seventh year as me as the pastor of High Praise Ministries and All High right. Praise Ministries as a church. And the dynamic, the powerful Pastor Boom Pow Pow himself, Pastor Jay Jordan, he will be our guest speaker. You do Pop not pow. want to miss this man mm-hmm. of God. Pop Go pow. forth. He is my friend. We have known each other a lot of years. I've seen God move yeah. when he speak. This prophet of God, I pray. Promise you, if you want to laugh and get some good word, and you all at the same time. You want to be there June twenty seventh at one p.m. thirty four sixty six Oakham Bridge Road, as well as on next Sunday. I will be preaching for Pastor Jay Jordan at Victory Empowerment Church. Jay, if you're still on, you're going to have to put the address up because you know I don't know about heart. But we're going to be there at the address he puts up. And at the time he puts up, I'm sorry, podcast folk, get like the High Praise Mysteries Facebook page. You'll be able to see it. I'll be there this Sunday to preach a powerful word that God has given to me to give to them. Amen and amen. So please, you have no excuse. You have three powerful men of God with three visions that God has given to us to help enrich you and get you to your purpose. I hope that you have enjoyed this phenomenal edition, Mm -hmm. special edition of the Real Talk podcast. This is what we love to do. This is what we love to do. It's in us. We don't know nothing else but to do. It's how we is in real life. (laughs) (laughs) And also, uh, these
0: two gentlemen today at the Love Jess. Killed it. Oh, okay. I don't know what I'm talking about. I do not. And just wrecked the house, amen. They're preaching. I see. This is this is this is this uh this is this uh preacher man. Amen. Amen. Uh, hallelujah. Um, but uh, yeah, hallelujah. Um, <laughs> uh, but uh, they did a wonderful job. We want to thank them again for coming out to uh our, our ministry and to help push us to where God wants us to be. We do have a goal, and I do believe
2: that God is already. Mm-hmm already have met that goal. God bless Amen. you. His show has. He has. We're speaking it, we're declaring it, we decree it, and so shall it be. So as we always say here at Real Talk, no matter what you do, no matter who you are, do yourself this one favor and always keep it real. This is the Real Talk Podcast. Thank you for listening. We out.
1: This is Real Talk.
0: Real Talk Radio. Real talk, high praise ministries presents Real talk, real talk, this is real talk Real talk radio This is real talk, high praise ministries Real talk, real talk,
1: real talk